0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2, No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes. Water cooler commentary for your sports needs. This episode has been brought to you by new sponsor alerts. Yeah, get Eh, the eh, money. eh, 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 (laughs) Skeptic Distillery. Guys, Skeptic is a premium vodka and gin distilled at cold temperatures using the cold vacuum still. Okay, let me put this in perspective here. I was very excited to actually start working with this company. We've been talking to a lot of different alcohol companies and deciding who Mm -hmm. we were going to rally around. And you know how there's cold brew coffee? Yes. This is the Uh technique they're applying Uh Mm. to alcohol. So So this is cold brewed vodka. vodka. They have cold brewed gin. They're working on a whiskey as well. And actually, if you see the bottle, that's not font that's literally written in. This oh, is the first fire. batch from the bottom.. Wow. So I got something from the from like the third batch. anyway, it, it's really cool. So uh, I asked the guys, basically what they said is that um when you distill it at that temperature, it allows you to distill it continuously and it's at fifty degrees uh, Fahrenheit or even below freezing which preserves the delicate flavors and improves the removal of impurities neither of us know what the fuck that means but sounds like it's
1: delicious <laughs> yeah but sure i'm telling you they're cold I, brew coffee supposed to be smoother yeah, it yeah. doesn't have
0: that bitter fucked that's up what shit I'm thinking, yeah. it is uh and i tried it man and i'm not even the biggest vodka drinker even though i was up in at the game this weekend had <laughs> quite a lot of vodkas but uh but I, I thought it was good man i thought it was really good um yeah, the the results speak for themselves. Uh Skeptic Vodka went um or actually it swept the USA Spirits Awards earning Vodka of the Year and a 90 point overall rating. Oh no shit. We're talking about the next game here. No You're going to see I all like the other that. companies hop on board with this cold brew just like you have seen all the other companies hop on bro- yes, board sir. with the uh, cold brew coffee. And um let's start with the first one. Let's start with the guys who changed the change the game, man. It's
1: American-made, too. That's what I'm saying. Handmade in in Chicago. Chicago. There we go. who's more drunk than Chicagoans? Right, right.
0: (laughs) Skeptic liquors are crafted to be a truly neutral spirit, unmatched smoothness and purity, perfect for cocktails, neat or on the rocks, currently working on a whiskey by the end of this year. Now, assholes, you can purchase the bottles online at skepticdistillery.com, and if you use the promo code FLAGRANT, you can save twenty percent off all purchases. Any purchases over one hundred dollars will receive free shipping. That's for y'all. Okay, we're turning skeptics into believers. But um, but for real, check that out. Shout out to Flager Media Group for coming through, man. Really killing it. Uh, this episode is also, guys, is also brought to you by yet another new sponsor look at mm. us and who brought it in look
2: at we got Flavor look oh, hey, hey, at my guy
0: okay. Devon man okay. Devon
2: coming through, through. Jameel hey. coming through look guys that's...
0: this one is a good one okay. I, we really we really should we got to get behind this one as well I mean we have so many good things um, what are things that uh, what is something that is ubiquitous with black skin uh youth. Ra- razor bumps. Cocoa butter. <laughs> Damn right. I oh, would uh, <laughs> uh,
2: okay.
3: razor bumps, my bad guys. What is something, <laughs> what, is something so white, dog?
0: what is something ubiquitous with uh uh black music? Slacks, Based. drums. <laughs> I was going to say marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> cocoa wow. butter infused with CBD, oh. baby. Let's Yay. go.
3: Game, changer. I, Game a, changer. I need a case of that. I need a case of that. Game of that.
0: changer. Okay. Cocoa Dream, that's C O C O A, Dream LLC, is bringing you a CBD cocoa butter. Okay. Mm. It is unbelievable. Obviously, you guys know the health benefits with CBD. Yeah. Everybody's been on it. Yeah. You can do drops. You can do... Uh, I put you in, know, in my
3: oil diffuser. before I go to sleep. I sleep like a dream, man. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. And
0: you can sleep like a cocoa Dream with Coco <laughs> Dream LLC. No, in all seriousness, I think this is a brilliant idea. Um, I haven't seen anybody marketing specifically for lotion purposes. Yeah. But why not? I mean... I had I have used C B D creams before, but they weren't like, hey, this is also gonna help your skin. It was just like rub this over the part of your yeah. muscle that's like hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not kill two birds with one stone? Here? And well, if be, you
1: be glistening
3: at the, at the same time. The Venn diagram
1: of black people who use cocoa butter and marijuana <laughs> yeah. is a huge overlap. This is my exact
3: demographic, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like meat yeah, yeah. and lotion. Okay, so <laughs> Don't be ashy and be kinda. Healing, not high. But, you, know, you know how it goes.
0: <laughs> Look, the the reality is is that the um, there was a farm bill in 2018, and when it was passed, it made CBD legal. These guys have figured out a way to fuse cocoa butter with natural extracted CBD straight from hemp. Cocoa Dream LLC is family owned and operated right here in the US. This product is not designed to get you high, ladies and gentlemen. It is designed to make you feel better. It's a product for pain relief. All right. Uh, you, you work out. You, you're an old man like me. Maybe put it on a hemorrhoid. I should try it on the hemorrhoid. Dude,
1: I don't smoke weed and I want this.
0: You gotta do it. Good for your hands, back, yeah. shoulders, knees, and Anywhere you experience Joint or muscle pains Also Use a good moisturizer Head over to Cocodreamllc.com That's Cocodreamllc.com And to place your orders Okay You place your orders For you Your friends Your family Your co-workers I know we got Father's Day Coming up right Ain't Father's for Day us. Get that Father's shit Get your pops You know Sunday. your pops is ashy And, and, and sober <laughs> why, you, why your pops ashy And not high Bro Get it together If you Someone the trains, you know. Someone that hits the gym. Anybody just experiencing pain, you know, what you can do. You can use the offer code Flagrant to save some money off your purchase and receive free shipping for any purchases over one hundred dollars. The offer code is Flagrant, as always, to save money off the purchase and free shipping for any purchases over a hundred dollars. All right,
1: son. If you a father, a lot of asshole fathers get it for yourself. Your kid gonna get you an ugly ass necktie. <laughs> give yourself something. Get you some vodka and some CBD oil and have a goddamn good time
0: get it baby Cocodream LLC dot com okay make sure you go contact them do it up Uh, and finally this episode is also brought to you by Manscaped shout out to Manscaped man Manscaped Manscaped. coming back once again Um, I know we got some some assholes out there who have been trimmed up y'all been talking to me about it at the shows, pull up. I'm not sure why you share it, but I'm with it. We can share <laughs> yeah. all these things. We need to need to. It's a trust circle. It's it a is trust a circle. trust circle, yes. man. You got that lawnmower 2.0 because that's the real. All right. I think that um, I think that the guys at Manscaped told the uh, flagr Media guys that uh, the lawnmower 2.0 is is the most purchased item that they have. That we put that over the top so that lawnmower yeah. 2.0 kit is really what's changing the game. The assholes are on that. Any ladies listening right now, you have an expectation for a ball sack and pubes. (laughs) And that is trimmed, that is kept tight. All right. And if you haven't purchased anything, hurry your ass over there to Manscaped.com. Use our promo code flagrant. You save 20% off anything purchased and you get free shipping anytime you or anyone you know uses our code at checkout. That's right. Share the code. Share the wealth. You know what we do here. Radical gifting. Mm-hmm. So if you're not gifting the actual manscapes up, you can give that code. There's no reason you should be shaving your body your balls and pubes with the same razor or trimmer you use on your face. We already know this, okay? We're not gonna go over it anymore. You guys already know, separate razors. And if you're gonna have something for your balls, it might as well be the best company with ball razors, and that's obviously Manscaped. You get that Lawnmower 2.0 trimmer with Skin Safe technology for a smooth shave every time. Everywhere, they got the anti chafing deodorants, moisturizers. They now have a foot spray that smells amazing By the way guys Yes, white people, we do not wash our legs Or our feet, but we can spray them down <laughs>
1: Why? Why? It's not that so, far Like you can, so scr- you can support Manscaped dog. Relax. Like, Exactly man,
0: that's why
3: we don't do it <laughs> All right. By white you wouldn't hear white people <laughs>
0: <laughs> So guys, stop offending yourself Or the people close to you by not being groomed Or smelling bad Get it done for yourself, for someone else Do what you gotta do. Do it for Father's Day. Do it for your family. That's manscaped.com. Promo code flagrant. Go get it. Now, let us start the show. Hello, new listeners Uh. that came on board with... Shout out uh, to the all the horny listeners out there. Shout out to all y'all that found us through Lisa. Shout out oh. to Lisa, man. Ain't Thank
2: nothing you. wrong with following some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. We here for you. That's how society's that a built. That was an epic episode. It
3: was. I Think man, we had something
2: around quarter million uh, listens. Yeah, with that one,
3: almost half a mil. Well, over half a mil now with uh, the Akash Lisa. Oh,
0: oh. With, with, we're talking that the clip.
3: The actual. Is, oh, the, 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 co- clip co- the clip went viral. viral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clip yeah, viral
0: sensation. Mm But the whole episode around a quarter million, Mm. so that means we got some new people listening. We're speaking to you right now. What's up? That's just a minor dose of flagrancy. What's up? You want some real fuck shit, go listen to Franks and Beans. This is the year. This is the one anniversary. anniversary. (laughs) And y'all don't even know what we're talking about. There is an episode on here that probably should be taken off. It should be (laughs) scrubbed. The wildest 11 minutes in the history of podcasting. Exist on Flavor 2. I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is because. Listen, if it's you're prob- a new- I can't make a daddy's. No, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> no. No. This shit will be shut down immediately. Mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. going to get us the fuck out of here like Steven Crowder.
3: <laughs> Listen, if you're a new listener, you're probably like. Talking to somebody who's been a long time listener, and if the first episode, I guarantee you, they're gonna uh, suggest to you is the Frankenbeans episode, and it's the year anniversary of that. So go back so I, to that, and welcome to Flavor Two. I,
0: had, I was I was doing shows in San Francisco. Shout out to everybody who came out for that. That was amazing. We'll get to that later. But yeah. a, a woman came up to me. She's like, "Let me tell you something. I just had a uh, I had a kid, mm-hmm. and I was wildly depressed. I was going through postpartum depression, yeah. mm-hmm. and I mean, it was like my life was like falling apart, and um, I was just searching for things to distract myself. And I was listening to the Franks and Beans episode. (laughs) And she, she said, "She said that 11 minutes changed my life." <laughs> <laughs> said, it
4: changed
0: life. Dude, said it changed her life, wow, dude. Said it changed her life. I love it. Wildly depressed, <laughs> and we made fun of retards for 11 minutes. And immediately she was like,
2: "Why did that happen? Maybe <laughs> like, I should feed my kid. You know, keep
0: working. Put some clothes on his back. Do what I got to do." All I'm saying is we're doing the Lord's work, okay?
1: Oh God,
0: you know, I know this, guys, is, this is God's Anna, favorite podcast. Say what? This is
3: God's favorite podcast. Obviously, it's
4: God's
1: favorite podcast, bro. Y'all didn't know that. And you know how I knew the Lisa Ann episode slapped? Because for the first time in the history of this podcast, the video went out. Yes and people still tuned in to the tune of a quarter million listeners. Record
0: numbers, Mm. and maybe that's a sign that we should be cutting that video off more often. Maybe we (laughs) should. (laughs) Maybe we're what's wrong. Maybe we're what's wrong with the podcast. Maybe this is more of an audible thing. Maybe we ain't as cute as we thought we were. (laughs) I'll tell you the most flattering thing about the Lisa Ann episode is that 600,000 people (laughs) listened to that, right? Or no, watched it. 600,000 people watched the clip on YouTube at Mm. this point right now. And... They could watch her get cummed on, and they chose. No, they chose the to one. watch <laughs> us ask her questions. Like that is hot. you got to be good at interviewing. Like it's rare listen. in life if I'm speaking to a hot girl and and I'm thinking I would rather talk to you. <laughs> than watch, you talk than watch you listen get fun. To, listen to you. Listen to you. Watch you get fun. Like like imagine any interaction with a hot girl. Yeah. There was a like one click away from her being in that exact same position. Butt only naked. she's getting fucked yeah. and she's butt naked, like. They stayed and watched the whole episode That's, not, that's, that's not not just, how dope we are That's not just a testimony to us That's a testimony to Lisa as well, man yeah. She's Yo, a great star
3: yeah, yeah. Shout out to her, Yo, too, Lisa's a star Yeah, yeah, absolutely
0: I mean that 100% yeah, yeah. She has a very intriguing star quality Yeah It And there's a reason why it resonated with porn But it would have resonated with whatever other thing She would have been she was successful
3: doing. in anything she wanted to do Yes Yeah, she I just mean, decided to within fuck Within her the entertainment yeah, yeah, industry, yeah, yeah. She, yeah.
0: Has, she has this, uh, there's a magnetism Some people have that Yeah they just fuck. It, they just do. She you can't it, explain bro, it. You got it, bro. Anyway, so I thought that was really cool. Um, we have some. We have some serious stuff to to talk about. Obviously, you yeah. Know, today sucks. <laughs> today sucks. I was in uh, Toronto last night for the game, and oh god. Yeah, it was. I I've I've slept uh, maybe a combined total, maybe two hours. Hmm. Well, outside of one thing, let's just, let's say two hours in the last four days. It's not really that, but around it. I was in Toronto last night for the game. Uh, It was, there was a weird feeling in the arena. Mm. It was an odd feeling. And... uh, What
5: do you mean? Odd, like
1: everybody felt like something is up or odd, like they're like, we're so happy. This is
0: weird. They were happy. It was exciting. But it didn't feel like a closeout game. No, It didn't, the best way I can describe it is this. And and we'll go back to, you know, obviously KD and everything in a second, but when Kyle Lowry missed the shot or it got blocked, right? Yeah. It was the most anticlimactic finish to an NBA Finals game with a last second shot that I've ever seen in Mm. my entire life. And I think, now that I really kind of process it, I think that, They've hit every last second shot this playoffs, so I think the entire stadium mm. in that moment was thinking, "This is it." Well, yeah, we're just gonna hit it. Yeah, I, I thought like, it was. They didn't even realize they were down. No, so when you miss that shot, usually there's like a oh, yeah. you know, like a you like everybody goes oh, mm-hmm. there's a, this exact that exasperated yeah. what moan or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. It was silent. Yeah, it can't, was. Yeah, it was so. It was such fucking a, weird. I'll tell you,
2: it probably.
3: Because it, it it translated on TV as well. Like, I've never... I told people, like, I've never watched a game that had no... I mean, I guess in this roundabout way had to do with the Knicks, but yeah. didn't have any Knicks-rooting interest that I went through so many fucking up-and-down emotions watching right. that shit. Because it's like, at first, like, all right, it's a formality. Like, Toronto's going to close it out and right. whatever. Yes. Then it's like, oh, shit, KD might be playing. And then it's like, oh, shit, he actually looks really healthy. And it's right. like, oh, shit, he's busting their ass. Right. And they're down 3-1. If there's any team, if, there, if there's anything more poetic to happen to end this dynasty... Is them to come back 3-1, and it looked like they was about to do it. Right. Because KD was looking like he was on his way to a 40-point game. Steph was getting loose, and they were down by, like, double digits. Right. And then he fucking goes down. And you you hope for the best, but, like, I felt like everybody knew immediately. Like, I nobody here is doctor. I thought it was a
1: calf strain, and I was like, good, missed a couple games. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> no. Oh, let me, let me real no. quickly say something. I forgot to say this mm. in the beginning. Um and I'm doing this at this point of the episode right now so that Alex doesn't have to go back and re-edit <laughs> stuff. But uh, you. this episode uh, is actually a two-part episode. Right. Because right, right, the back right. half of this episode, I'm telling you guys this now, is an interview with uh, one of the most iconic um, uh, character actors in the history of uh, television. Of, of television. Yeah. It is uh, Jeremy Piven. The yes. guy who played Ari Gold, Ari Gold on Entourage and a plethora of other characters he's in. We have a great long conversation about him, comedy... You know him losing everything because of uh, the Me Too movement and what he's doing now. So it's very, very cool combo. Can't wait for you guys Great to follow listen up to that. last
3: week too, man. Just as far as like big guests, talk and about shit, people like, getting fucked. Yeah, <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> so that's yeah. that's what we doing out here. Yeah, but, but anyway, so so keep tuning into that. But back to back to the final. Yeah, man. So like just when he when he went
3: hurt when he got hurt. Everybody's like, nobody was really concerned with the cap strain because they said he couldn't get hurt anymore. Well, that's what the doctors was telling people, right? Can we... But anybody yeah. with any fucking brain is like, yo, if you're laboring one side, something else is going to get fucked up. If you're over or something. It was the same leg, though, right? Leg. It was the same leg, but... When he went down that was what my thinking. I'm like, "Oh man, he was going so hard to favor this. and something else." But then he saw the replay and the fu- and you literally see the Achilles
0: fucking pop. See, I
1: didn't see that until someone oh, DM'd us. Oh my okay. god. Okay. Yo. So, a couple things.
0: One, addressing the booing. Yeah. yeah. The cheering or whatever. Uh sorry, sorry. Addressing the addressing the cheering in mm-hmm. Toronto. Uh to be fair, it was a little shocking that all these people were cheering. There were people the chant was "KD's done." KD's done, mm. right? Yeah. But to be fair to them, everybody in that moment thought he just pulled his calf again. Mm. That's what I thought. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was all calmed down. And then when it looked like it was serious, there was this... Kind of somber note that took over yeah. the arena, and that's what I felt for almost the entire game. Uh, shout out that. to the, to Lowry and like Ibaka, like <laughs> to, that, you know, quiet. Like yo,
3: like no, this is this this is this isn't good. Yeah, it was the right thing. But yeah, let's
0: yeah. go. Let's talk about something because we need to discuss something. This yeah. is very important. The Warriors are scum. Yeah, scum. the Warriors Absolutely. are the scum Absolutely. of the, the Warrior organization. And that crocodile tear, fake, phony, Oscar-worthing bullshit performance that Bob Myers put on in mm. that press conference where he fake cried talking about, eh, it's an Achilles injury. Motherfucker, you knew it was you an know Achilles it was. Why do you think that there was ice on his Achilles for the last the two weeks? The whole fucking week. Why, why do you think that uh, every one of the reports that you got from the team doctors said that there was an issue with his <laughs> Achilles, right? <laughs> so let's talk about what scumbags this organization is. Number one, I have on very good authority that they were pressed him to come back absolutely not only were they pressuring him to come back internally they were pressuring him to come back with the media yes mm-hmm. so they were dropping all these articles about why maybe he's faking mm-hmm. maybe he's actually okay wow. maybe he's protecting himself etc even so, saying yeah. number two number two real quick the reason why they're pressuring him to come back is because they know he's gone mm-hmm. so if something does come happen to him it doesn't cost him anything. You know he's off the books at the end of the year, and you know he's not re-signing. Now, we got Clay has a little hammy in- injury. You know he's re-signing. So what do you say to Clay? You say, please don't play game three. You could possibly hurt yourself. How dare you? No, now, I know you're coming back to my team, and I got to protect your body. But this guy over here that I know is leaving, I don't care if his whole shit busts. Mm-hmm. Go beat it. And this nice guy approach that Steve Kerr uses all the time, this, I'm a sweetheart. I I'm just here. I'm just lucky to be in this position. Shut the fuck up, you ruthless <laughs> piece of shit, mm. okay? At the end of the day, you knew this guy had a partially torn Achilles. I don't know for a fact it was partially torn, but remember when I said he's not playing? Yeah. yeah, the reason I said he's not playing is because the information I got was accurate that he shouldn't boring. have fucking
3: played. Yeah. There's not, and it's not even just you. There was not one single report like when somebody's nah, injured. I
1: give flagrant credit. We get credit on this motherfucking podcast. He said before anybody else, he is not playing. Yeah. And he said, the only way I could see him playing is if they go down two games, but he still shouldn't play or he's mm. still not probably going to yeah. play. Because
0: what, what, what my prediction, not my prediction, what I basically said was based on the fact that the injury was far more severe than people knew. Mm-hmm. And this is,
1: what, to use your point about the media, another way I think they kind of pressured him right. was since the fucking day he got hurt. He could be back in a week. So yeah, when it, yeah. and when it goes four weeks and you keep saying, "Oh, I think he might come back this game," yeah, he'll yeah. likely come back game three or right. game four. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you start looking at Katie like, "What the fuck, dog? Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: so then so now we have an interesting situation, and it's really interesting because of uh, of the parallel with Kawhi's uh, last year, mm-hmm. right? And um, what happened was Kawhi got injured. He didn't like the treatment that he got from his team, uh, and him and his uncle, Uncle Dennis. Uh, basically said, hey, we're going to sit out, we have to recover, and we want to trade. We don't want to be part of this organization because you don't value my health, Mm -hmm. right? So what does the organization do when you have somebody meddling in your player's ability to play for that organization? They have to cut that person's legs out from under them, right? Mm -hmm. So they call you crazy. It's no different than what they did with Chappelle, right? Chappelle goes to Africa. Sure, sure, but Chappelle Chappelle goes to Africa, right, and leaves $50 million on the table. They're like, well, shit, we can't let them... We can't let the general public mm. know what Chappelle knows. So
3: you get like the Spurs brass. You get like the fucking the, the pillars of that franchise. You get Ginobili talking shit about Kawhi. Tony He's Parker. He's a good teammate. Bruce Bowen who's in the press. Like Boom. literally everybody but was shitting on But most importantly,
0: not only Kawhi, it's the father figure. Mm. It's Dennis, mm-hmm. right? You go after the person that's advising him mm-hmm. and you call them crazy Right, because you want to delegitimize them in the press, and hopefully use the press to delegitimize Dennis in this situation Mm -hmm. to Kawhi. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's like you're playing—it's warfare right here. Right, so what what happens? Kawhi actually trusts Uncle Dennis, that we all think is a nut job Mm -hmm. from Jersey. I mean, even my friends in the league were like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Like, why does he even care?" Now Kawhi's in the finals, up three-two, and could potentially and should win a championship and now you have KD someone who doesn't have an Uncle Dennis somebody who obviously has his mother but he doesn't have someone in his life who's going to say hey sit your ass down on the fucking bench don't be a hero here you're not built to play for this and you are going to fall apart if you go out there Mm. and I don't give a fuck what the organization says or what the media says you are not playing Mm. he didn't have an Uncle Dennis in this situation Mm. a crazy Uncle Dennis and now he's going to miss the next year recovering from an Achilles injury
1: and he might not ever be the same.
0: And he, he
3: might, might not, not ever, ever be the, be the same. same. That's that's the one part that fucks me up the most. Like if it, if it was a cap strain or whatever the fuck it was that w- he originally was hurt from, we all assumed by the by the start of next year he'd be back to normal. Yep. But this shit completely so changes the entire fucking face of the NBA. Not just for the
0: Warriors, the not the just for the, the Knicks. Different. For potentially, everything yeah, is fucking different. If you're KD, do you opt in? Yes. You got to Real I quick, opt in just to you have Fuck to. Golden State yeah. over You yeah. fucking have Pay to Pay me 30 million to recover You pieces of shit mm-hmm. And then I'm leaving and Immediately I'm afterwards yep. Now mm-hmm. let me ask you let me- Opt in mm-hmm. just by, for Everybody's yes, listening So so KD has a player option Next year with the Golden State Warriors So right. it's
3: his choice To either opt out And test free agency Or opt in with the Warriors And take the 31 million That they owe
0: And the 31 million He could essentially For the whole year rehab He gets to fuck over The Warriors Because mm-hmm. now they're in Cap trouble They can't sign people yep. mm-hmm. And um, Oh shit yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I would do out of spite. Of course, but here's the thing:
1: he's gonna get offered four years for 160.
0: He's gonna get offered the full thing from yeah. all the teams. Mm-hmm. They're gonna go, "Hey, rehab for a year. We trust your greatness that you'll be able to come back." Yeah. Mm. An injury that I can only think of one person that came back from. Who? Brent Grimes. Yeah, mm.
1: it's
0: the only successful ACL. I was hoping there was. I mean Achilles. Oh, sorry, Achilles. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to, to think. think
1: who. Wesley Matthews played. He wasn't as good. Wesley, Wesley's not the same, bro.
3: The Achilles is almost like the fucking...
1: Dude, there's a goddamn Greek character based yeah. on Greek God based on this fucking injury. <laughs> yes, like that's how he devastating was it is. He yeah. was uh, K- KD is a Greek God before this. <laughs> unstoppable. You, you great defender. Hitting threes from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a bitch, but whatever. Hurts <laughs> his Achilles. Never the same. Uh, I'm so... That's a great point. I've can, never... I, can I defend the Spurs real quick? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge Spurs fan, but I respect them. Sure, sure. Pop has a, a history of sitting players against the Warriors when they had the dirty play. Uh, and slid their on uh, Yeah, Zaza Pachulia. Mm-hmm. Pop did not let Kawhi play. He's like, he's not playing. Yeah. He did that, I think, in a series before, and he had done that with Tim Duncan before, too, in like a Game 7, I think. He yeah. was like, he's not playing.
0: Yeah. He was, we're going to prioritize his health.
1: I still believe you, but I do think they a little le- more.
0: And let me clarify. I I don't know where the blame goes on that, and yeah. I think it's... And I love pop, so like my own bias is gonna slide in here. Mm. Yeah. I would love to believe that pop was not part of the decision making on the Spurs that said that he was ready to go and his injury was, you know, right. over exaggerated right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would like to believe Pop was like, "Hey, if Kawhi says he's injured, he's injured." Mm-hmm. Right. But the Spurs were like, "Well, he's we're we're also paying him a lot of money, so get the fuck yeah. out I there." I mean,
3: they're team doctors for a reason. The one thing I'm taking away from this is that like the job of a team doctor in the NBA is going to be fucking scarce as fuck going forward. Ooh, like why? if you're because like the Kawhi shit, the LeBron shit,
0: Fucking! What's LeBron thing? The
3: groin? So with the groin, Did remember they when they had? That that, remember they had that fucking nurse that went on Instagram and was like, "Wow, this guy's such a warrior. He came back. He shouldn't be playing. Yada yada yada." Like they hid what his real injury was. Oh, uh, you know what I mean. So when team doctors, they're doing what? They're doing what's best for the team. They're doing what's best for the owner and who and the guy who's cutting their checks, which is your Bob Myers, your Rob Palinkas, your whoever the fuck runs the Spurs. And if they if they're down three one, their dynasty's on the line. They don't know what the fuck they do. They're going to do whatever their boss
1: tells them to do. If you're a max player, you know what you do? If you're a max player on your staff, you have a
0: personal doctor. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you this question. Should the players' union step in? Absolutely. Wait for it, but yes. Mm -hmm. And say the medical staff for each team will be provided by the team, paid for by the team, but it will be chosen by the players' union. Mm -hmm. So the players' union will hire a medical staff for each team, which the Lakers will pay for, the Knicks will pay for, but they will be beholden to the players' union. So if you fuck up a player, mm. guess where you ain't getting another job? Mm. Yeah. yeah, There might be another way to go around it because, like you guys said, if, the, if they're completely loyal to the Lakers yeah. and their job is to get LeBron back out on the floor, yeah. not get him healthy— you're not going to get the most out of these about out of these doctors for the injuries no. that they have to deal with. I mean, the one thing
3: every that whole team went through, and Kerr went through, and Bob Myers—they all said there was no way he could re-injure it. He could only uh, uh, strain it more. That's the only risk. There was no Achilles danger.
2: Y'all and believe that's a that?
6: That's the team doctor Bro. thing. That's what I'm See, saying. when like, it comes to medicine, it's bullshit. Like,
3: it's subjective. Like
6: everybody recovers differently. They but give it's like timelines, a... but, but it's how like, do you? You have Grimes who came back from an Achilles, and no one else. So it's mm. like you can't. Put it on the doctor. But if you know it's, it's like, an Achilles hey, injury... That was my suggestion, but he just didn't recover in the but way what, I... Well,
1: Alex, co- if you know it's an Achilles injury, don't fuck with that. Mm-hmm. If you have any... Inc- and if the thing is, it's a calf strain and then he tears his Achilles, I guess it's possible. It's a freak fucking tear of the Achilles for no reason. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really make sense to me. So to me, it seems like what makes sense is you are out with an Achilles injury. Andrew has sources that say, say, so, say as much. And... All of a sudden, you're playing on an Achilles, and then you tear your Achilles. It's probably the team that ruined your career. Mm. And if I'm KD, I opt in for the full year rehab. Say it's going great, and then I sign a big deal somewhere else.
6: So but then up. he takes the chance that yeah they know he's going to leave after, so they can put out reports that the rehab isn't going that well. But I think so at, this, he, point, they at fuck this point, at this point, his I, chance of getting that, the max contract.
3: At this point, I take that chance. At really? this point, I take that chance. You see what it worked out for Kawhi. Kawhi had to eat shit from the Spurs for the entire year didn't say nothing and I guess Kawhi's more built for that than KD is because KD's more he's more out there he tweets he interacts with motherfuckers Kawhi doesn't give a fuck he's a robot Mm -hmm. so like he ate the shit for a year he came back to Toronto now he's a hero right if I'm KD I take that chance opt in rehab Mm -hmm. put it on Golden State's tab and then next get your own team doctor and then next year you go and get your big money yeah. I mean, that's the smart thing to do.
6: I yeah, mean, but you want to take the, same the chance top, of the team saying that? Oh, he's not rehabbing as well as. Well, a- but then the team. you go
1: rehab on your own, like Kawhi. Yeah. Kawhi straight left the Spurs medical treatment center yeah. and was or their team was like, "Nah, I got my own team in New York. Mm. That's what I'm doing." Mm.
3: I think even Porzingis did that too, didn't he? Like, fly back to Lithuania to rehab, or fly back to where the fuck is? Maybe I don't know. I it's, know. It's
0: it's it's a tragic thing. And it's 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 bad for be... a few different reasons, right? It's like. One, this game in general is bad for a few reasons. One, because th- the ending, it was so anticlimactic because it robbed Kawhi of his Jordan moment. There's a there's a point at the end of this game where Kawhi scored ten straight points. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Yeah,
3: it it's was, like he just flipped the switch, and we all knew, like, okay, it's over.
1: As <laughs> soon as they <laughs> <I> got <laughs> the lead, I was actually three minutes
0: left. Mm. They were up six. He scores 10 straight points. He had the three, a couple hard twos, another big three on Boogie. And it was so fucking dominant. I'm just watching this happen. I'm like, he's the best player in the league. Yeah. This is the way you win a game. This is the way you close out a series. He was he hitting those fucking threes in front of
3: Draymond back to back. And I just thought, it, it's it's done. The momentum, the, the crowd was fucking rocking. Dude, it He was, was nuts. stopping and popping for those little mid ranges. I was like, yo, it's over. And Is then that? once that moving screen happened, and it was, it was one point to win the game, who else do you want with the ball in your hand than Kawhi Leonard? I don't what understand
1: why. First of all,
0: Nick Nurse called the timeout when they were up six, I think, right? So here's the thing. They're up six. Nick Nurse calls a timeout. And he'll be criticized for that. Yeah, he's but getting killed for that shit. if you remember the play that came after it, so they call the timeout up six. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly how much time left. Maybe three minutes left, right? It was about three minutes, yeah. Up six calls a timeout. They come out of timeout. Kyle Lowry goes pick and roll to Marcus Soul. Marcus Soul gets hammered at the rim. Right. No call. Right. I remember that. They got the shot they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's right. why you call a timeout, right? It's like, don't get me wrong, you are cooking and everybody, you know, is, what is it, Monday morning quarterback, so they're mm-hmm. going to be critical, but like, they got the shot they wanted. He should have gone to the line. Had two. He's a good free throw shooter. Or he could have made that layup with some contact. That was yeah. a makeable layup of yeah, contact.
3: Definitely.
0: It turns into fast break. Either Clay or Steph. Clay hit the first three. three. Clay hits the first mm-hmm. three. Clay hits the first three. Mm-hmm. And the um,
1: they run
3: Steph off that curl.
0: And then they get it back. And then they tie it up. Here's yeah. what
1: I would say I don't remember in all the years I've watched basketball a team going on a run
0: and then calling the timeout on themselves. It is a. It is I was talking to guys After the game And it is Conventional wisdom You're up six You know this is a big possession Because you lock this down And that's kind of the game You mm-hmm. score one more And that's kind of the game Why don't we Get a good play Yeah you let the defense get set But You also get everybody On the same page He to did score. say his, his, his guys looked gassed Is for it a while. conventional wisdom that. Against the Warriors It's conventional basketball wisdom Warriors don't have their own rule set right it's like and Kyle knew it too right Kyle is a high IQ I love the way Kyle played by the way he played great he fucking played his ass off and I'd love to see him play again like that uh, for the rest of the series but even he was on the same page right he goes across half court and Kyle starts looking back at Nurse and Nurse is calling for timeout and Kyle's like I think we call timeout let's just set it up and get one if that layup goes in Nick Nurse is a genius for calling that play and Mm. then getting a bucket if it doesn't how could he call the timeout? Yeah, that, I mean, that's I, all I, I'll, I'll live, live with that. I
2: honestly think we're that, yeah. not
3: we're not giving enough credit to to, to the Splash Brothers, man. bro. They like, did what they do. They were they had no business winning that at that run at that point. That the fucking Raptors were cooking mm-hmm. and the arena was rocking. Like they had no business. They're they're the only team that wins that game that has two weapons yep. that can literally have go off for six or nine points in quick seconds like that. They're the only team in the world that can pull that off, and they did it again.
1: Makes me fucking sick. <laughs> and they both did it. My God, doing what they do. <laughs> right? The other yeah. question I have, mm-hmm. yeah, Monday morning quarterback. Why don't you run a pick and roll for Kawhi on Clay, who is their best perimeter defender, on the last possession? They let Clay, Kawhi go ISO, and I was wondering, and maybe somebody said it, and that's why I was wondering. Uh, but like pick and roll, that's so. I actually think Kawhi waved
3: them
0: off. I so think it, a, a if you go coming. pick and roll, you run the risk of getting trapped, passing out of the trap. And then getting it picked, fair enough. That's just, that's the idea, yeah. right? I think in that position, Kawhi felt. I mean, he just scored ten straight, right? So there's nobody that he needs a switch on. Mm-hmm. He can get his buckets on clay. He can get his buckets on anybody. Uh, it's it's really credit to fucking and once again, Iggy, out of nowhere, makes an amazing play, amazing yeah. defensive play. He 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 had great help defense. He came all the they, way they over. They ran
3: the risk. They ran the risk of giving up that layup cuz uh Iggy came to help from weak side. The weak side help came to get guard whoever was down in the post to give up the open layup cuz that's what happened if they got double team. They kicked it back out. They got uh, Kyle Lowry a pretty open shot and Draymond made a hell of a defensive play he did. to stop it. He so did. it's like You got to give it up for Dray. They made the right play. It's just they're champions, dog. Like the Warriors are champs for a reason. Like they're not just some pretty like jump shooter motherfuckers. Like they make those dirty plays that you need to win at the end of the game. And like you don't, when you have championship teams, man. Like you got to cut their head off when you have the chance to. Because yeah. now they're alive. They're going back to Oracle. Yep. They got all the emotion and the momentum
0: behind them to pull and some shit up. They have a narrative. Now they have it because <laughs> this is very and this is very interesting. What will not be in the news this week mm. is the Warriors let KD play when they knew that his Achilles was at risk of popping. Mm. What will be the story is what pieces of shit those Toronto fans are mm. booing a guy who got injured. Mm. It's like, well, why was he even they in the position to get leg. injured? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna make it they're gonna make KD a hero. He gave everything, gave it all for his team. You fucking pieces of shit. We'll like,
3: find out in July what what K D really thinks. Real talk. <laughs> we'll find out in July what Katie really thinks. Real man, and you know what?
0: you gonna, say it. Yeah, gonna say it. Of course.
3: KD's gonna say it. Of course, because as much as as much as it makes sense for him to opt in and be petty and have Golden State, you know, pay for that rehab, I wouldn't be surprised if he says, Fuck you guys, I'm out. Yeah. I'm gonna go rehab where I wanna rehab. And Does this
1: hurt the perception of the Warriors within the league for players? He's a big free agent. Looking at the Warriors, like like Giannis, there's rumors already kind of starting that maybe Giannis goes to Golden State when he's free. Jeez. If KD leaves, if I'm Giannis, am I looking at that? Like, you know, I'm kind of similar to built to KD, much more muscle, but like kind of similar. Hmm. Do I want to do that? Do I want to risk an injury and then they throw me out there, parade me out there before I'm ready?
3: Who
0: knows, man. I don't. I don't know. It, it it might. I think. It, I think hopeful. it's worth. I think it's worth. I think it's worth chewing on. I, I do. I think what the real takeaway. From this is for players is if you're hurt, sit, be hurt, sit, sit, just you don't sit. have to be a hero. This is a job, okay? Yeah. This is a job, and your job is dependent on your physical mm. ability. yeah, and if your physical ability is hampered for the rest of your life, you no longer have a job.
3: Look at Isaiah Thomas.
0: He's that's about it, to be Was out it of you detecting me that? Mm-hmm. He's about Said to be out the, exact- the
3: fucking league, possibly. He'll be in the big three killing.
0: How many how many of these <laughs> lessons do we need to learn? Uh, he's gonna need to learn Chinese lessons because <laughs> that's yeah, what it's like different, right. playing ball.
3: It's different because like, you know, so many times like we kinda did the same thing with Derrick Rose, but like social media wasn't that crazy back then, so mm-hmm. we don't know the very intricacies of every team doctor. But like he being clear to play. And ready to contribute and not hurt yourself are two very different things. A team could clear clear you to play, but if I don't feel like I could go, yeah, I ain't going. And that's what happened with Kawhi and the Spurs. Did you
0: notice? Did you notice how they worded it? This is how clever these motherfuckers are. He was never cleared to play, cleared to practice. Hmm.
3: And the no minutes restriction thing. The no minutes restriction thing is 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 what raises the fucking red flag for me. I'm like,
0: but what is clear to practice, Cas? What what like? you could be cleared to practice with, you, with a whole cast on your leg. Uh, you could just do layups. Yeah, like practice isn't anything. Jalen Rose
3: was on uh, Get Up talking about how the reason why he didn't see him playing is because they tried to work him out before Game Four. Yeah, and it was basically just like a three on three, and it just wasn't and going he, right. And Katie, and quote unquote, he said he punted the workout because he just he just couldn't go. He just couldn't go. And that's the whole thing that raises the red flag for me, dog. Like, not just is it going to affect the the Warriors and how free agents look at there, but just team doctors in general. I think players are going to take more power back more than ever, especially if you're a max guy, if you're a superstar type player, and say, fuck the team doctors. They are my own guy. I'm not risking it if I feel like I'm in danger, and
1: and, and now my bag's fucked up.
0: What do you think happens with the end of the series? Predictions.
1: I still think Toronto wins it because... Uh, to be honest even when Katie was playing this is one of the few times as a sports fan I've been supremely confident and it didn't work yeah but like even when Katie was balling I was like whatever they're gonna weather the storm yeah then when Katie went down I was like they're gonna win yeah then when they went down five I was like oh shit they might lose yeah mm-hmm. but I still kept thinking Steph cannot run like this now the one thing is different is two days off between the next two games right? But my feeling is Steph isn't built like LeBron to carry a heavy, heavy workload yeah. night in and night out. He,
0: he can break down.
1: Yeah. it's gonna And take... that's what happened. Now, again, it was only one day between games, but between game three and game four, right? and Bill Simmons actually said this. It was a really brilliant plan from Nick Nurse in game four. After Steph went crazy in game three, just run around everywhere. Frenetic pace, mm. up and down the court. and in the second half, he'll wear down. And that's what happened. In the second half, Steph started missing. He got tired. <sighs> And there's an extra day of rest, but I tend to think the same thing will happen. Yeah. Cass,
0: what is your what are your
1: predictions?
3: I still think the Raptors close it out in the Oracle. I've said Raptors in 6 for a while, even though people say think I go back and forth. No, you said well, Warriors uh, first. You we I the say, exact time. Uh, You've been saying all oh, that. For anyway, be, okay, I think a the ra- I, I do think the Raptors close it out in 6. Um I think that even in Katie's very little uh, productivity. All eleven of those points. They needed every one of those points just to squeak by by one point. Not having him having a whole game to pretty much swarm Steph Curry and make sure he's not effective. I just think it's going to be too much and I think Toronto closes it out Thursday, man.
1: I uh, Yeah, and I think Boogie, something Andrew pointed out, like I don't think Boogie can go heavy nights back to back. No, heavy minutes back to back games. He's gonna. I think he's gonna have a worse game. I think he started to fall apart at the end of last game. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why yeah. he had the the moving screen and mm-hmm. like the one goaltend that they uh, that they called and like upheld the call. I think it was a bad call. Yeah, I thought but, it was good, but but he he just got tired. I think, yeah. and he's got a fucking. He's coming back from a torn quad and a torn Achilles. And and
3: mind you, he was about to not play. Like they had, I forgot who they started. They had, they started with the with the Hamptons Five. Yeah. So Draymond's essentially playing center. Then they threw Kevon Looney out there, who's fucking, who's clavicle or yeah. or whatever the fuck is fucked up, broken
1: cartilage, whatever you know what I'm saying? Chest.
3: And and Boogie was sitting there not getting no burn. And then Bogey got out there, and once Bogey got out there before Boogie, I'm like, all right, they're not planning on playing Boogie at all. So, but Looney gets hurt again. Boogie needs a blow, and they just fuck it and threw Boogie out there, and they gave him what they could give him at that point. But to. I think he's gonna come through with that for the rest of the series. Yeah, it's so it's so many injuries that the Warriors gotta yeah. gotta weather. It's so many depth sad. issues. It's like they've seen Fuck the
4: Warriors. <laughs> no. it's, not sad
1: about- it's
3: sad. Son. It's, it's sad. sad. It's sad. To make you're- it to the championship
6: and your whole team, is you know just what? Fucking you know what? I down, wish Andrew huh? was here
1: for this. I want to go through every championship the Warriors had. Their Why? first championship was 2015.
3: No. Okay.
6: Clay said down,
1: something
3: about this yesterday, but you're right. Go they're
1: down 2 1 to the Grizzlies. Grit and grind Grizzlies. Wear you the fuck down. Before they got champion confidence, the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley, arguably their most important player, maybe second to Marcus all the time. Facial fracture doesn't play the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. That's the conference semifinals. Mm-hmm. Conference finals, you play Houston, Harden and Howard in the playoffs. Who gives a fuck? Finals, LeBron, no Kyrie, no, Ky- uh, no Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. That's how you get your first chip. They lose the next year. And they blame a one-game suspension on Draymond, which might have been bullshit, but you also forget he kicked a dude in the dick this series before and got (laughs) away with it, and that's why he got suspended this time, because he was a repeat offender.
6: A little dick kick. Then the next year,
1: you are down 20 points in the conference finals. To whom? Kawhi Leonard, the guy that's destroying you now. Mm. And Zaza Pachulia, this dirty fuck, slides his foot underneath him, and then... He gets hurt, and they sweep the Spurs. Okay. The next year, you're down 3-2 to the Rockets. Chris Paul playing his ass off Harden ain't really doing shit. Chris Paul strains his hamstring, and then you win the next two. Find me one championship wow. they didn't win without injuries to marquee players on the other team. Yeah, Clay Thompson
3: said okay. this in the, in the in the press conference after I the game. You. He said, we've been very fortunate to be on the other side of injury luck. Man, fuck! Every time he but he's like, he's like, yo, we've been very fortunate to be on the other side of injury luck, but I think now we're getting it all back. Like, you're not that was getting a it all quote.
1: back. It's one series, you fuck. It's the finals. You just, you're, made, uh, you just
3: you're made getting 2015 yeah. back. i much. Here's my thing. I'd much rather these injuries happen before you get to the finals, because like to have that be the defining, uh, uh, the defining factor. In this, it kind of takes it, it makes it anticlimactic. It's like oh, nobody okay.
1: brings it up for twenty fifteen. And yes, if the do. same Every,
2: f- have you ran into
3: any LeBron fan? Oh, LeBron <laughs> fan. they all say <laughs> look, like Yo, I'm talking about. And I went in there with Matthew Dellavedova as the second best player. Like it's wildly because accepted. Straight up,
1: they would have won that series. <laughs> yes, yes, it was straight wild. up. He you would have won games, that series. It's took two so games saying, in Oracle. The, when you look at the history of the Warriors, yes, you count them as a all time great team. Mm. Three championships in four years, potentially four out of five. There's no asterisk there. But now you want an asterisk because KD went out. No, there's no asterisk championship. You of all people should know that. I don't think I don't think we should give them an asterisk. I'm just saying,
3: as a basketball fan, I'm like, damn, this isn't how. It, like, yeah, I just wanted to see a
6: better co- series, bro. That like, first this, quarter, the whole
3: playoffs has been fucking
6: amazing, sure, and then for the sure. finals to be like,
4: yeah, uh, like, like if it's all- in a
1: completely fair world, all these series have been fair series. 2015 is a fair series. 2016 is a fair series. 2017, 2018, all fair. In a, in a fair, no, I'm not world. talking about fair on fair. I'm talking about So to about me, just they're like, an asterisk dynasty, and I think anybody oh, complaining up. about I KD... You this. That's fucked up. It's an asterisk dynasty. This
3: would be the one. It's part of the game. Nobody's going to put an asterisk on this Warriors dynasty just because injuries happen like if you go back son, and look at the, what the
2: Knicks doing what you right, mean you know like why well, yeah. Katie got hurt watch next season you know why like Katie got <laughs> hurt watch
3: next season
1: Katie thought about going to the Knicks and it ruined his career <laughs> <laughs> even thinking about going to the Knicks ruins your career it's over you Listen, can't recover from to that be, to alright so to, to take <laughs> my that's how shitty the Knicks are right, son,
3: take son. my we sympathy, sympathy hat off <laughs> of the Warriors right now to, to calm any Knicks fans sympathy for to the Warriors no they're the reason he got hurt sympathy for the Knicks sympathy for the Knicks usually this type of fucked up luck happens when they sign to the Knicks. Usually. Yeah. So as fucked, up as, it plane, is, New York. as fucked up as it is, <laughs> Knicks fans, you got a lot of young talent. You're going to draft another good young talent. You're still going to have a shit ton of cap space that you can save for next year. It sucks. You're not getting the best player
1: in the world anymore. But... At least you got the number one draft pick. At least you got the... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, mean, I like it. Did you see what RJ Barrett it, said yesterday? It was a suit.
2: Fuck up, yo! Fuck you, care, right? You didn't watch right. any college basketball this it was, it was year. As, it so, as soon as he signed, RJ Barrett losing the fucking
6: lead eight or whatever. As soon as he closed so, on his property Barrett, in New York, we will. I welcome you, my son. As soon as he closed on his property in New York,
1: Andrew, I said, even thinking about going to the Knicks ruins your career. That's true. I said true. I said it's usual Knicks
3: luck. Yeah, but this usually happens when they sign to New York. That's usually what happens. So as as fucked up as it sounds, Knicks fans, you've also, been in worse positions.
0: What did I you've tell you worse man. positions? I said the Knicks are not getting KD. <laughs> no, come
3: on. Get the fuck out of
6: here. I it. said so, the Knicks are not getting KD. You also said KD not coming not coming back. I said the Knicks are he not shouldn't coming
0: shouldn't have. should no, have. No no, 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 Hold on. First, all, first, said, all, first of all, first of all, I was 100% right about KD not coming, up, coming but back.
1: But still, also, you cannot re- take I credit for this. I actually reviewed the tape. <laughs> I reviewed the tape. He said he might come back if they go down two games. That is exactly what I said.
0: So exactly what I said was right. Uh... We're definitely not getting KD, next, and we're not going to get Kyrie. I'm right about that. Now Kyrie is going to go to the That's the best thing that could happen to you guys. Which is great. I don't want Kyrie, mm-hmm. sure. But the Knicks are going to end up getting Chris Middleton and Tobias Harris. Watch.
3: I don't think they're going to sign those guys. I think they save their money. I think they're going to go all in on the kids. Like, I think you spend that money with the assumption that you got a guy like KD coming. Now that you know you don't have to get him a complimentary, like, all star with him, you fucking chill, you save your money. You work on those kids. You don't have the pressure of like, oh, we got to get KD. Okay, we got to win a championship. Okay, we got to do all this shit. The pressure is off the Knicks now. Right. Just do what the fuck you've been doing. Just draft and build. That's it. I don't know what we've built. (laughs) Look at the Brooklyn Nets. Absolutely. All you got to do is look across the bridge. Nothing. They were shit. Four years ago, yeah, absolute shit. They had cap space problems. They had no prospects. They had no draft picks. Now they are the premier destination in New York.
1: And it's crazy that they still rebuild <laughs> faster than you guys. And they rebuild faster problems. than us
3: because they stick. To, they stuck. As much as I don't fuck with the Nets, and I'm a Knicks guy through and through. They stuck to their plan. They developed the guys that they drafted. They made pi- They made smart uh, trades to get more draft picks, and they built from within. So, like, all you got to do is look across the bridge and be like, hey, it's not all that fucking terrible. You're not going to get KD. Or if you get KD, you're going to get an injured version of him. But you've been in worse positions before. Don't panic. The pressure's off now. You can build like a regular, competent NBA franchise does and not swing for the fucking dream scenario
0: like we've always been used to. Come on, (laughs) Tony. Fuck the Knicks, dude. <laughs> Knicks on. fucking suck. We need to turn on the Knicks, dude. We really need to turn on the Knicks. I actually nah, do nah. think never, we nah. need this to turn idea? on the fucking never. Knicks. This idea that we're so loyal to the fucking Knicks—it's propaganda. We insert, dog. everything. It never works. Name a franchise that it's worked for. Name a loyal franchise that has ended up winning again. The Browns. <laughs> They haven't won shit. The Browns were pretty
3: good last year, and they look like haven't to be better. Shit. They, they haven't won shit. They haven't
0: played the shit last year. They haven't played shit. They didn't
3: the, even make You could say, say the same thing
0: about the Brooklyn Nets. They
3: haven't won shit.
0: Exactly. But they're on their way. They're also a new franchise. Also, nobody's loyal to them. They have to win so they can get fans. Okay. I'm talking about look at look at L A. So the second L A. starts Nets? losing. The second LA starts losing. Those nobody gives a fuck. Mm. They're not a loyal team. There's other shit in LA though. That's say what. There's what other What have you
2: shit. done for is me there lately? There's not other shit in New York. This is the thing.
0: We need to have a more right. what have you done for me lately attitude about our sports teams. I so that they do some shit for us lately. What have you done for me lately, Knicks? Mm. What have you done for me lately? Like, have you seen Star Row
2: on the Knicks? It's the <laughs> same guy from The Sopranos. They can't even get, at, like, real celebrities to show nah. up at fucking Knicks I just the portrait
1: that motherfucker the, they, two weeks ago. What's his name? <laughs> I don't remember. What was his name on the show? Whatever. The, or Bobby. Big pussy. Or they got dude Bobby from, uh, from,
3: from that movie with Jamie Foxx. We can't
1: even
2: name movie. the fucking <laughs> guys. <laughs> Breaking Bad. The white
1: guy.
0: They got, okay, they got, they
2: got um uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Is no.
0: Brian Cranston. It doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> we can't even name Celebrity Row, dude. Celebrity Row is so sad. They veer over to him. It's like some guy from SNL you've never fucking heard of, right? <laughs> and then they show a picture of the character he plays, and then people are like, "We don't watch Yay. that shit." It's embarrassing. Yeah, Cardi goes <laughs> to <laughs> Cardi goes to
3: Bar- uh, Barclays Center now, bro. She Say barely, what? Cardi goes to the Barclays Center now, man. She don't even think me. I don't think she be i I'm telling Garden you,
0: man.
1: Anymore. This idea that you support your teams when they're good and bad, it is propaganda from ownership, so they don't have to be good. Because if, if we were all honest and we were like, yo, why would I go torture myself? You pay for season tickets to watch your team lose constantly. Thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm not paying for any Cowboys shit until they start winning. I'll watch a game, but I'm not I'm not putting no money in your pocket directly. No. Fuck why that. Why would I do it? The it's, owner sucks. We
0: don't get anything from them. Mm. Like, it's just the weirdest thing. The only thing that they can provide us... Is
2: wins. Yeah. So why would we that. support them when they don't win? And they make it's bad a moves. It's stupid business.
3: I'm a guy who loves basketball, and it's been a while since I could watch like a young team develop within the Knicks and not just break it up for one of those Hold fucking. On. I'm sorry.
0: What the trade. fuck? Real quick. What the fuck is it in us to support a losing team? It's propaganda, No, faith. no, I understand that. I'm saying, uh, what, what is what is in it? For me, you have to for have me faith. personally, Jesus
6: was supposed to come back year after year after, <laughs> year after year. And you just still have faith that maybe one of these so, days he's coming so back. So you're
2: comparing <laughs> you're to Knicks. No, 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 no. This is, this is What's very good. This is still good. We're, we're a one still going to get a
3: Jesus. <laughs> we're, comparing the, we're comparing the return of our Florida savior
2: to the Knicks ever being good. Just what's like Jesus like It's not gonna happen Until we're dead Okay We're not gonna see shit Until we fucking die Gotta have that's faith That's what's gonna happen so No faith. I'm not
0: gonna have faith Also Jesus makes you pay Way less for attendance <laughs> hey, Okay not, Jesus not does true. not Jesus is like Give me 10% Okay <laughs> Jesus is
6: not charging $300 a ticket That is true so, What about those Mega churches though Say what Those mega churches oh, They all
0: take all credit cards They do, Yo, yeah. You give whatever you that's want They pass those buckets And you can put a dollar In that shit if you want to It's up to you It's like Yoga to the people. I don't know, bro.
3: <laughs> 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 That's a good rep for Me and my, in my heart of hearts, I can't find myself. I can't find the hearts to cheer for another
0: team. I want to have this conversation. That's I understand why. what you're saying. We understand that it I is have propaganda. A friend. Real quick, Akash. We understand it's propaganda from, from uh, it's not propaganda. This is just how a business runs, right? You yeah. want to find ways to people support your business. Mm. No different. That being said, we have to truly start asking ourselves what do we get out of supporting a business that sucks? It's un-American. Do you know what it is? It's socialism. It's communism. Communism. (laughs) It's communism. Supporting a bad basketball team. Is collusion with Russia. You are a
2: Russian if you support the Knicks. You like the Knicks, you are a fucking Russian. A commie bastard. You made Chernobyl
0: happen. There is a Chernobyl
2: happening right now on 32nd Street and 7th Avenue every fucking season. And we need to put a stop to it. They need to cover it with that same shit they put over Chernobyl. The radioactive waves have made their way to Golden State. (laughs) It drives me crazy. We get nothing from it. Why do we support it? You have season tickets! I'm asking this question of myself! (laughs) I'm trying to have a come to God moment! I I have to re-up these tickets. Some bitch named Nancy is gonna pick up the phone. (laughs) I'm gonna ask for better seats, and she's gonna say, Well, this is the best we can do. No, it's not! It's fucking absurd that we should support a shitty team. It's not American! Also, everybody it's, hates We're not Americans about it! I mean Everybody hates James Dolan. We're Venezuelans! <laughs> this is Venezuelan! They're eating
1: paper down there! <laughs> they are. They're eating paper! Shouts to Eden! Shout to Eden! Fuck! Yo, everybody hates James Dolan. Why would you keep putting money in his pocket? Starve him out. I mean, he's not going to starve, but if he stops making money for long enough, he'll be like, you know what? Maybe I should sell this thing. That's the only way you get rid of bad ownership.
3: Quick update. We have Golden State's Kev- Kevin Durant is traveling to New York for doctor evaluations on his injured right Achilles right now.
1: Can he fly on that thing? <sighs>
3: I don't know. But he's on, his, he's on his, his way to New York traveling. right now. It's better than flying cross country to the Golden State. By so the I time this
0: it. podcast drops we'll Oh, have it's an efficient. hour away. Yeah. No, he's traveling to New York. Traveling is probably caught. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I am like about to burst a blood vessel over this idea. It just fucking hit me. These fascists.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> these fucking fascists.
1: The fan base is the fascists. Or you're like, no, like the, North isn't Korean the supporters. ownership the fascist? Sure, or you're like North Korean supporters where you just are so sure, like, I got to keep supporting Kim Jong-un. He's doing right by us. No, he's not. Dude, you know what's crazy?
0: Time that to is revolt. such a great fucking reference that you made because you know how the Kim Jong-un uh, people, what are they called? North Koreans? Yeah. The North Koreans are like, yeah, Kim Jong-un doesn't even have an asshole. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even shit, yeah. right? Like, you... You know it's also not believable that the Knicks will ever be good. The but Knicks are gonna get KD. I I actually be- it is more believable that Kim Jong-un does not have an asshole because he is so fat. I don't think he's taken a shit yeah. since I started seeing him as the dictator of that country. Then the Knicks could potentially be good at basketball. This is
3: I'm so depressed, bro.
0: Good. Get I'm, de- depressed. I'm depressed because it's
3: like You gotta hit bottom. The guys. more the more I think about it. Katie getting hurt, like it lets Dolan off the hook. It lets Dolan off the hook. You, are right. you always let Dolan off the no, hook. No, 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 no. But this lets him off the hook more than ever because if Katie was healthy and the entire world knew Katie wants to come to the Knicks and he still swung and missed on Katie and ended up staying in Golden State. The fire around James Dolan, for him to sell the fucking team would have been hotter than that. He ever. is Daenerys.
0: Now that Targaryen. He is Tar- hurt, Mother of Dragons. There Paz? is nothing that can happen to him. He is impervious to fire. I he doesn't Paz. care. Yes, please. Kaz
1: will write an entire article calling Magic Johnson a task. This is a guy who's been a writer for upwards of a decade and a half. Never once has he written an article saying, hey, Knicks, fix your shit before I give a fuck again. You're right. You've had this power yeah, absolutely the whole time. Right. You're yeah, like the Incredible right. Hulk I in The know, Last Avengers.
3: But I know this, though. But I know the Knicks would be in better shape if they had better ownership. I know this. Where's I'm trying article? to work within this system Yeah, you know, The Knicks, they just rebuild him, man. I'm working, I'm trying to work within the system here, and
1: it's not helping. That is how New York would rebuild some shit. Maddie. it's on union time, the it, Knicks rebuild. Good word. word. delayed by four years every year. Oh,
3: my gosh. I don't know. I'm just hurt. I've been hurt. I've been hurt this past, like, 12 hours. This is whole thing happened. I don't think I've been this devastated for an injury since, like, it reminds me of, like, RG3. Like, the RG3 era when he was on the Redskins, and, you know, they brought him back quicker than he was supposed to come back. And,
0: like, he's not even on my team, and R3 I just feel for a him. rj a fucking
1: idiot, dude. I am. That
0: a, meant nothing to me. Yeah, I, really? man, I'm a football yeah. fan. I was not really? I'm
1: a football fan. Let me say two things. That One. guy's
0: mouth is too big. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
2: guy's the biggest fucking cold, mouth I've cold cold ever seen in my life. So when's life. the last
1: time an injury really was like,
3: damn? He, he's not even on the team. Like, damn, that's fucked up. Kobe. I could. Th- I, I Probably was, 30, Kobe had a
1: full fucking career like 5 years. I was, I
3: was still sad. An and to injury me, it's that this, really affected him. This, this RG3 and Dirk Rose. Those are the only Derek three oh, yeah. injuries like, You know what?
1: Yeah. Actually, Kobe got hurt with it the end of his career. Torn Achilles. Yeah. yeah.
3: But he was also 37,
0: 38. Yeah. He was up there in age. He was old. <sighs> yeah. You guys want a you guys want a little little scoop? What's the scoop? Well, this is what I think this is what I think is going down. I think there's a little power struggle in LA uh, between Kobe and Magic mm. for who's going to own the Lakers. Really? No. I think there's a chance that the buses could sell, and I think that's what Magic and Kobe want to happen. To Bean? Now, now sorry, you sell it to Bean? I don't understand. To Kobe what Bean. Bean they sell the Lakers to Kobe? Oh, 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 oh. Kobe they, Bean Bryant. Yeah, Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah. I, uh. Okay, this is what. Uh, this is this is a little speculation. I don't have anything that can confirm this specifically, but I've heard little whispers. Kobe and Magic both want to buy the Lakers together. Ne- no, no. no. Oh. Separate. 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 Okay. Competition. Now, neither of them can afford it because both of them are broke when it really comes to like owning a <laughs> They're up. not wealthy. They're not they're not rich. They're rich to us, but they're not like really rich. Like wealthy people laugh at their fortunes. Mm. So, but there is a company that has the first right of refusal if the Lakers ever choose to sell. That company is going to need a face for the team. Ooh. So you will have a minority ownership, but you will be a owner, similar to like Jay-Z and similar the to Nets, Jay-Z, probably Michael owning Jordan. a much bigger percentage of the team yeah. than Jay-Z. Jay owned like 0.5%. Similar anyway. to when
3: Jordan first bought it with the Wizards. Right.
0: Yeah. So, uh, apparently... Some people believe that this Palinka meddling with magic is We're actually Kobe. Kobe's doing. Mm. And Palinka getting magic out of there opens the door for Kobe finger in this whole thing. Kobe yeah. finger. Kobe finger in it. <laughs> Kobe finger in it, bro. Kobe finger
3: is better than Kobe, no, never mind.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Man, yeah, no. to get the hotel room treatment. Uh, anyway, um, so that's 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 a theory. We'll see how that actually plays that. out, but that's a theory. So so
6: magic alluded to that though when he was on ESPN. Did he? Yeah, like he was Talking about possible people who would be open for perching the team. And he mentioned Kobe. He mentioned himself. Like, he alluded to that.
0: I just think they don't want to do it together. At least Kobe doesn't. Kobe's like, I don't need a partner in this. No,
1: they're, they're the two alphas.
0: They're the two alphas. And Magic. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Who knows? Who knows exactly no, what I was happens. actually
3: about to break out a little bit. I got to.
0: Well, I think this is actually a good time to. Uh, what? How, how long are we at right now? An hour. Because I Perfect. think this is actually a good time that we break into the uh, Jeremy Piven conversation. You know, we we spoke about obviously the finals. Yeah. Um, before we bust into that, I just want to say that uh, this weekend I'll be in. Uh, no, no, we got all uh, this weekend. Some shows, some Mad Door shows. Or real quick, let me just say, San Francisco, man, and Ann Arbor, Michigan. Unbelievable, man. What? I mean, so cool. Thank you guys so much for coming out. It was just crazy, and the reason why it's so crazy is because ann arbor michigan is like the austin of michigan right it's like the super liberal college town of a conservative spot and i love it when comics come to my shows to watch and even when the comics are on the shows they're like yo your crowd is amazing I'm like, what exactly you mean? I know what they mean. Like, no, but like they're down for jokes. They're like not sensitive. They're not like ooing. And then and they're all like, I mean, this is like Ann Arbor. You know, Mm. you can't joke about anything over here. And you guys were going crazy. And the same thing with San Francisco. San Francisco is super sensitive. Super sensitive. Super, super, super progressive. And the comics were like, yo, your crowd is amazing. You can tell dark jokes, this, that, the other. And it's like, we've curated this shit for years. We basically, for years, told people, get on board or get the fuck out. This is what we're going to do. And I promise you that we have the best crowds in comedy right now, the most diverse crowds, the best crowds and the ones that are willing to let you know us go the fur- furthest with the jokes. And um, it's just an amazing thing to happen, amazing thing for other people to see as well. Like when you get to see these comics react, like even that kid, the Chernobyl extra son, there's this kid. About him yeah. He looked like an extra from Chernobyl. <laughs> <on the> show. <laughs> and even him afterwards, dude, he was coming up and he was just like, dude, it was just great. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just really proud of what we, uh, what we've been able to put together. And, and I gotta, and I gotta say thank you so much, man. Cause I, I've realized this, what happens at all these shows, there's always people, who go hey man I'm a huge fan and I brought these five people and they had no clue who you were you know but they had a great time whatever that's and that's how it spreads I realized that's how I've gone from a venue that seats 200 to a venue that seats 400 mm-hmm. right it's just by people bringing their friends and I'm mm-hmm. so grateful and I know there's people right now listening to this like yo I'm bringing some friends to the show this weekend thank you you guys are the influencers. You guys are the difference makers. You guys are will take, you know, a comedian or, or a musician or or anybody in entertainment from one level to the next. It's that simple. It's like everything you put in your group texts and your, your you know group chats, all that kind of stuff. So thank and you, man. Discord the discord too is live yeah Mm. thank y'all man man. the discord was in the building man you guys been fucking murdering it so anyway i just was so appreciative man you all sold out the merch the first fucking day we almost sold out all the merch fashion the fashion videos videos i really want to be one of those videos (laughs) we gonna do it we gonna do it i want to have it with everybody man and y'all can recreate them go for that shit man and and you know the fashion challenge go for it but uh but, dude, it was so crazy, like, there was a feeding frenzy for the merch because yeah. the fashion videos, everybody <laughs> knows about the yeah. merch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so a- We it sold out. Some we brought merch for Arbor and Chicago, and San Francisco. We were almost sold out after Ann Arbor. Yeah. Mm. We had a few things left for the first day of San Francisco. And we were sold out at the end of the first day. Wow. wow. Dude, it was unbelievable.
3: Yeah. Massive. Massive shit. It's unbelievable.
0: So, shit has been crazy. Shit has anyway, hot too. This weekend, come check us out. Indianapolis, uh, Helium. Then next weekend, we're going to be at, uh, where are we at next weekend? Liberty Township, I think, uh, Cincinnati. And then the weekend after that, Denver. And then that Sunday, uh, we'll be in Houston. And then the Andrew Schultz for any more tickets, uh, dates, et cetera. We're adding some new new cities, um, some very cool, exciting things to share with you. But go get those tickets right now. And don't forget about the New York, Chicago, uh, Toronto, and Boston shows that are all up there available as well. Those are some big ass theaters. Let's go sell them out. Got you some guys? things to plug. Yeah,
3: so- this weekend, Atlanta, Georgia, masquerade. We got Waka Flocka Flame uh, headlining at Duce Palooza in Atlanta. Uh, there's a little bit of tickets left, so make sure you go to ducepalooza.com slash tickets to get those. The week after that, uh, we'll be in Los Angeles, June 22nd, um, at the Belasco Theater. Get your tickets to ducepalooza.com. And Essence Fest, we will be in <laughs> New Orleans, July 5th, at the House of Blues. Um, you know, we got a lot of lot of special guests for that one coming out. And it's a special start time, too. It starts at 11.59 p.m. It starts at midnight. So as soon as Essence Fest day one is over, hop over to House of Blues. We're going to be doing that until 5 a.m. So get a lot of sleep or, or just don't sleep at all. And uh, this Thursday, I'll be making my debut on SNY's The Thread at 5 p.m. I'll be a a panelist on there. So, you know, I'm getting my sports talk on over there for about a half hour. So if you got SNY in the New York area on Verizon or Comcast or or Spectrum, whatever, tune in there. It should be a a good show. And, um, yeah, all that good shit.
5: I'm
0: good. Yo, so check it. Real quick, just because we're doing this on the anniversary of the flu game, I remember we were having a conversation. I don't know if it was on the Patreon or if I was on. If it was on this, but uh, and I was talking about how maybe uh, Steph was poisoned. Yeah. So apparently, what Grover said. Tim um, Grover. Yeah, Tim Grover said
1: yeah, that. Yeah, you're right, I forgot this.
0: Yeah, so Tim Grover said uh the you know the rumor was that Mike was out drinking late and then he was yeah. really hungover and that was a flu game. But what Tim Grover, who was Michael Jordan's trainer, said was that he had Mike ordered a pizza at like two AM yeah. to his hotel room. And they thought it was weird that five guys delivered it, <laughs> not five guys like yeah. like the burger, but like five, five human different beings. human beings delivered the pizza. And then within like the next couple of hours, he was like throwing up all over the place, couldn't sleep. They rubbed his dick
3: on the pizza. <laughs> that. Son, they
0: poisoned that motherfucker. That Mormons poisoned Mike,
2: bro. No,
3: and then he dropped thirty eight. <laughs> Legend. Fucking
0: legend bro Anyway I gotta break out Anyway yeah So uh, (laughs) listen guys Without further ado We have um, Jeremy Piven We chop it up It's a very interesting conversation Touching on all Forms of his life Career What we've all got going on Get into comedy He's pursuing stand up right now And um, I really hope you like it man Let us know how you feel Thank y'all so much for supporting this And then we'll see you over at the Patreon man I love y'all We're appreciative Keep it tight Peace (laughs) Peace We got a very special guest. Very special guest. We've had a lot of special guests it's recently, been, man. It wow. just keeps on getting better. We're on a ride right now, I think Things we are really good. are. Yeah. Um, this guest, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a good intro because I think that you happen to accomplish something in television that is very rare. I can only think of one other time that's been done, mm-hmm. where a a side character becomes the main character, and the only other time I can remember it being done was Dwayne Wayne. In a, a different, different world.
1: world Yeah <laughs> Fucking great reference That's a very strong Great reference, reference. Okay. And that only happened Because Lisa Bonet got pregnant But I also think Didn't it happened Because
0: that. it was straight he bodied that role. He, so
1: we started watching for Yeah, yeah with for the show the first season was I'm like oh, a different world stand low
0: key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. The first season was not good. Wait, it was like well, all
0: integrated. well, so Was this a little bit of 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 the little bit of a of y'all Now, some of you yes, know him as Ari Gold of you and know was that Ari Gold which I think it of that this side which and think you starts the this side kind of wrap then you Yeah.
5: of yeah, but that that to me is a metaphor for, for all of our journeys in the way that, you know, it's interesting. When I started that role, I was 37 years old. Right. I won the Fresh Face of the Year Award. There was nothing fresh about my face. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. I, I was 40 mo- movies into the game. Yeah. Um, I was starring in in shows and producing and blah, blah, blah. And just let this be a lesson to you in the way that this thing came along and it was one scene in the pilot you know what I mean, and it was like, look, e- even my representative said, "Why, why would you do this? You're get, you know, we have opportunities to produce shows and do the lead and blah blah blah." And you have to put your ego aside and e- all the preconceived notions of where you think you should be. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you have any idea who I think I am? No, it doesn't matter. Bars. What's the best show? What's the best opportunity? Where are you going to do your best work? Where will it be seen in the best light? And HBO had you know, Sopranos and Sex in the City and all these great shows and and that and, and and I knew that Wahlberg's life would be fascinating and I knew there was a real drama E Turtle. There's a real entourage there. Right. And there's a real Ari. And so Ari I Ari Manuel, right? Ari Manuel, yeah. yeah um, who I mean you guys deal with sports as well. He's of big course, in the sports yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's crushing the game. And and I knew that if we did it right um that w- we would capture people's attention because people all want to know about the back that's why this show does well of course People want to know why the, the what the, about the backstage life yeah. of sports entertainment everything
0: so how pissed was adrian grenier or <laughs> the, the guy what's the guy's name plays the, i don't even know his name uh uh good guy uh, what's his name um
1: What's the guy's name who played Damon's eight? Damon's? Wait, hold no, on. Somebody's Jerry brother. Jake Ferrara. No, yeah. not, and, no, and, not Jake. Damon's could, Jerry, brother.
0: Kevin Dillon. Kevin no, Kevin Dillon. E. The redhead. Oh. Kevin Connolly. Kevin, Kevin Connolly. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, bro, Ke- I thought he was one of the hobbits for so long. I kept on mixing <laughs> him up with bro. the other Game of Thrones. Oh, fam, I thought that was that's bro, Rudy. Th- that's that listen. is Rudy. He's yeah. Rudy, is he? I know listen, they're not Rudy. N- n-
5: none of us are very tall. Let's just let's, let's get that out of the way right now. I'm trying to breed up right now. I'm looking for a woman with height. Let's go. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? A better hairline, a vertical, something, anything. Let's go. No, listen. They had um, to be tight. No, no. Yeah. You
0: have one scene in the pilot. And by the let's say second third season, you're the main storyline.
5: Look, uh, you know it's it, it isn't my concern. I'll tell you what what doesn't concern me. Yeah. Other people's salary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other people's expectations, disappointments. Right. Um, You're going full the, Kawhi Leonard on us right now. <laughs> no, no, hold on. no, no, seriously, seriously, because because I, you know what? If I, I don't want to know what anyone else makes. It's not my business, right. man. Right. You know what I mean? It really isn't. I'm not just saying. I'm not, I'm just like. I'm just gonna keep it real right now. I have to. Yeah. You know. I have no one. No other way. This isn't me trying to be seen in any way. Right. This is just who I am. So I have no idea what their perception of me was. I have no idea what anyone made No resentment. There's no jealousy. You know what, man? That's that's listen, if if anyone was to be jealous you know, it's like, where does that come from? That, you know, that's the manifestation of insecurity. And a lot, of, we're, we're going to go really deep right now. We're okay. artists, man. Yeah. We're insecure, yeah. bro. Well, we're insecure. Well, 100%. Again, it's, 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 we're not begging for
2: validation because we feel you. so good about listen, ourselves.
1: Listen, I like the Ayatollah fix my life answer you giving us right now, but I
5: need to know <laughs>
1: were
0: they jealous <laughs> or not? They were jealous, bro.
1: I still
2: listen, call
5: him the hobbit. That, <laughs> that's how you know
2: they're jealous, bro. Listen,
5: listen he, let me just tell you how, how crazy the world works. All right, go. Right now, Kevin. Connolly, who you refer to, mm-hmm. is an incredibly prolific director yes. who we would all like to hire us. Yes. So what I'm saying is, you know, before you throw those stones, my yeah. man, and I've seen your stand-up and you're a killer. Thank That's you, why man. I'm here. Appreciate it. Because I've watched, I've watched your stuff and you're just, you're inspiring and you're doing your thing and one of the, watch this transition, one of the great things about stand-up <laughs> is that you get to write your own story. Media trained. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, no.
0: is, it, is it the first
3: rodeo? You it's as the
5: days of Underwood. Go! No! Yeah. I no! love it. No, yeah. look at, you, you, You're in, a, in an arena where you don't... It's like you look at Ricky Gervais and he basically says these things like, "Look man, I don't care if these people hate me. Fuck uh-huh. I money. write my own stuff." Fuck that's you money, so you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. you do your own thing. You don't need to be okay by fuck you a producer it's or, or a money. studio or anyone. As you said to me off camera, yeah. you know, it's supply and demand. You that's you're it. good, you bring the people in, you eat. You you and and that's what I love about this game. It's like it's Stand so, up. It's so real. There's more
0: dude I admit when you leave the acting world where you're auditioning and and you go into the stand-up world where you have for the first time a little bit of uh, control in what happens that weekend, isn't it a little bit intoxicating?
5: Yeah, it it, it completely is. It, it, it's it's a lot of things. It's intoxicating. It's addictive. It's it's terrifying um why terrifying it's terrifying because I, I i mean you have to understand i i haven't been doing it very long but my learning curve is strong because i've been on the stage since i was eight years old as an right. actor so i've got 40 years on the stage mm-hmm. so i'm very comfortable and it's my home now you know how do i dig deep every day sit with guys like you um and just you know in i'm in, I'm in graduate school learn put my ego aside talk to everyone that's featuring ho- hosting whatever right i'm d- i'm shooting a documentary about it Good. you know so i'm i'm learning at the speed of light and people and so it says a lot about you that the first question that any of you didn't have is how long you've been doing stand up yeah. and there's something about stand ups and i get it and yeah. you're you're so protective of your space yeah. and i get it yeah. because you've had to grind forever yeah. but the reality is if i told you the exact amount of time i did stand up it wouldn't match up to what you're going to see because I have so much respect for the game.
3: That, that, yeah. that was my next question. I mean, like stand up is is a lot like like rap music. Like right. you know, if somebody's as popular as you, who has played such an iconic role on TV, comes and sees Andrew go do stand up. A lot of times, people aren't that inviting because like, oh, here comes this guy. Is, well, did you get any of that when you started getting your stand up? You're going to get or, hate, right? Yeah, you, the, you the
5: know, comics insecure. Yeah, you, you, you know what? You know what's interesting is that. And again, I'm not just saying this. I swear to you, it motivates me. Mm. It it just there's nothing better than, you know. One time, I I I you know like I, taking I, I, Kevin his job. I'm not gonna <laughs> taking his pages every time you <laughs> yeah, open yeah, that yeah, script. Yeah.
2: You're like, oh, he only got four pages. I got him.
5: <laughs> Let me make fun uh, of this Chinese guy more. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Bro do, you, do you know that? I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you. I'll blow your mind even further about Entourage really quickly. Yeah. Everything that I said was written, so that think about how improvisational it looked. And I'm not celebrating myself, and I guess I am. Um, So, but it's our job to Uh, make Blow your mind for a second. I'm amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. What I mean by that was, what I mean by that was, it's it's just simply our job to make everything look improvisational. Yeah, that's that's what it felt like, bro. and, And that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. So, in order to do that, if you don't own the lines, and if you don't own them to the point where you can then be totally present in the scene and not have to be reaching for a line or whatever, if you're totally present and you're really playing off the other person and you and you have all the specifics of all that stuff, what you need, want, fear, blah, blah, And if you can be totally present, then you're that's why everyone's like, oh, you were just making that up. It was a documentary. It's like, uh, no, that was, <laughs> that was yeah. written. It wasn't a documentary. Yeah. It was written. And there's someone there literally looking at the script. Making and if sure I, yeah, you man, I'm Jewish, uh, you and it's, gotta it's hit like all the slurs. it was like my bar mitzvah. Yeah. It's like you know, you're, 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 you know what I mean. Every day was my bar mitzvah. You want to go
2: to heaven? You better get these bars right. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I um I wrapped my Haftorah portion because I was one of the only white boys growing up. So and explain for people who don't know when you're oh, when you're. Bruh, too, I don't know what the fuck so you So during your bar mitzvah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. you you got um, you
0: have to take part of the Old Testament. I think yeah. everybody gets their own little piece. Yes, yeah. of, the, of the Torah, right? Of the
5: Torah, right? Yeah. And they call it the Haftorah portion. And and for those of those um the Gentiles out there, the about, goyim, the goyim. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. See,
3: he's, he's an annoyingly cultured person. I like you it. Think yeah. No,
5: no, well, no. no and I never don't
2: say something. I'm like, Yo, how the fuck do you know that? No, like, you, you can't. You can't.
5: Been to
0: a lot of
2: bar
1: mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah,
5: no, there I'm not go. surprised by any of this. Yeah. So it's a rite of passage for young men and women, bot in bar mitzvahs, and um, I I got up there and and I was a terrible student, man, because. People don't realize that it's it's a very difficult language. You're 12 years old. You're a right, child, and you're right. learning Hebrew. Yeah, right? right. I wanted to be the first Jewish linebacker, you know. But there aren't any five foot nine linebackers anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. Literally. Yeah, yeah. So I was very much, you know, a delusional kid. And my rabbi said to me, "You're terrible. You're not going to make it." And I was like, "What does that mean?" You know. And so he's like, "Look, I heard that you can freestyle and you can rap." And I was really? like, oh, what? I was like, "What?" He said, "Because you have to understand when you do your haftorah portion." It is the weirdest uh, cadence it just—it's so strange. You've never heard anything like it. It's the hardest thing you could even wrap your mind around. Do you remember it, it? So, so I had to wrap mine. So Yo, I was like, never, <laughs> never read. Yeah, he shit <laughs> nightmare. out till the sweat <"Hey."> hey. runs <laughs> off my balls. Ah, ski, 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 ski. <laughs> <laughs> My neck, my back, my pussy. Yeah, no, there was no pussy. There
3: was no. You see, that's that's another thing I heard about you. I My heard
0: neck, you... my back, everything's covered from. The uh, head down What is the Ah uh... oh, fuck man
5: uh, <laughs> I so Dude, That's so the comic in you That's a comic in you I, <laughs> I love it I gotta go for it I love it I gotta bro. go for I it I gotta go for it Shoot a shoot No no bro. Right, right neck shooter. my back yeah. <laughs> Cover your yarmulke And your back Or something like that <laughs> <laughs> He's writing it down yeah. <laughs> He's writing it down, yeah. writing it down. I, like I, I, know. I like where you were going With that yeah, For that tag, I came to take notes I always take notes Anyway man Yeah Um no, go ahead. Keep going.
0: So, yeah, so it, we're just in this 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 uh, interesting time. I'm glad to have you here because I thought – I don't want to harp on entourage too much, but it was one of these things where uh, I often think about characters that I see where people fall in love with the character so much that they create an expectation of that character yeah. for who you are. Yeah, right? yeah right. That's, that was cool. the so, like, one first mindfuck because so, like, you're like,
3: so – that character to me. Boom. So like so when you I'm see you him, watch it's, this, so it's like, like <laughs> I'm
2: like, all right, this is, this is different. I, well, no, so like, so here's the thing, right? Funny. It's like,
0: Andrew Dice Clay, right? Yeah. Dice is not Dice. Dice what, is a Jewish kid from Brooklyn right. that turned into Dice right. because people kept treating him like this character he invented. Right. Right? Even like Ross from Friends. I don't know Ross, but mm. he's Ross. Right? Yeah. So it's like, you became so synonymous with this character, do you feel like this expectation when you're on stage to be and also, well, I, I or addri- even also,
5: yeah, I, I address it right away. I'd love, love for you to see my set because that's what the, the last thing you want to do is see another guy's set. No, <laughs> but I'm, I'm no, actually curious. Yeah, that'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. One of the first things I, I, I have to address that right away, you know, and talk about the misconceptions and, and then, you know, be self deprecating and show different situations in which people they just can't separate the two, and which is, which, by the way, is t- is totally fine with me And funny But once I tell the audience how absurd it gets It's really, it's kind of comical Because, you know, I had a dude come up to me In Jersey, he's like, bro, by the way, bro I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big fucking I'm, I'm a big fucking fan I go, thank you, brother He goes, I'm a douchebag because of you <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, yo,
4: that's like,
5: uh, I grew
1: up, I grew I'm like, up oh, on a i that's tourage. my legacy? Really? Absolutely I had a couple questions about that That character's so magnetic and big But like one question is: off stage, yeah. people not only expect Ari Gold, especially in that time, but they reward you for acting like that. So if you give uh, them mm. what they want to, I would <laughs> assume if you can just like be a little mean, be a little no, dickhead. No no, and be, no, and, no, no, no.
5: Here's here's the here's the most fascinating thing about what you just okay, said. Okay, yeah. okay. They may want me to be Ari Gold, but the reality is, if I walk out of this door and I'm a reactive asshole to people. <laughs> I will get that detention slip. I will be in page six tomorrow. Mm. So the mm. duality is, that's fascinating is, they think they want me to do it, but they don't actually want me to do it. Did you have to, and if I do it, believe me, I'm the bad guy. Did you have you to learn that the hard way? You can't way, be or? a hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, absolutely. Wait, what happened? What happened? Oh my God! How much time do you have? Well, I mean, Plenty. look. Yeah. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> That's I get paid. Right here. I, I, I mean, look. I'll, I'll just I'll just give you one example mm-hmm. that'll kind of illustrate my point. And by the way, I You know, I'm just a stage actor from Chicago. So, you know by the by the time this hit, by, by the time Entourage hit, I was a grown man who had been, you know, working as you know a journeyman actor that had been working steadily my whole life. Right. Mm -hmm. So then this thing hits and I never expected because, you know, I just didn't I didn't think it through. I didn't think, okay, you're going to be in people's living rooms and it could be for multiple years. They may My mom saw it coming But I didn't mm-hmm. They may tie you To this character And then they may Vilify you mm-hmm. Based on the Authenticity Of the character, of the character yeah, Right yeah, But yeah. I had no Which is interesting Because he's such a departure From who you played before
1: I was actually right. a fan Whenever I saw you In a movie or something I'd be like Yo I love this guy yeah, Thank you But
5: keep yeah, going Yeah what's funny is I never played A a, a, a character with any power yeah. Until then I was playing You know Nick Cage's best friend Cusack's best friend Schlumpy You know Plus ones Yeah. You mm-hmm. know and and then that, that character... was w-
0: uh, when white guys could play those roles
5: <laughs> <laughs> now we're off camera waiting yeah. in the car you guys hey, need anything i'm going a- to some sandwiches we had a good run bro i'm a, a closeted a gay
0: <laughs> every character i audition for is closeted gay mm. there you go if if i'm not straight gay like completely out of the closet uh-huh. it has to be closeted gay Okay, yeah, yeah, but anyway, go back to what you were saying. So you have this experience. so
5: i'm I'm smash cut to like I'm with my mom and we're uh, we're at a restaurant and we're hanging out and we're and we're leaving, and you know, there was a bunch of paparazzi outside. My mom was very confused by it, and it was overwhelming and whatnot. So we had a great time. And it's always good. I, to this day, you know, I, I talk about this on stage that I run lines with my mom and just imagine like you know everything i said is our goal i said to my mom's face, <laughs> which is insane so i do a whole bit about that uh. but um so we had a great time and then in the paper it said that i was yelling at my mother so badly <laughs> that people had to get up and leave and i've been banned for life from the restaurant and my mom called me up and goes what did i miss And i'm like mom you didn't miss anything you were with me the whole night and my mom is from another generation she was from she's from a time when you know there had to be a kernel of truth yeah. right. in order for them to publish it in the paper right. we're talking about a woman that's you know you know you know seen it all sure. and so she she had no reference for this type of insanity the fake where they can just literally go. Yeah. And so I call, I, I my buddy was, you know, runs the restaurant mm-hmm. and he, he wasn't there that night. He rang up the staff and they're like, and it said, I've been banned for life. And he called up the staff and staff was like, Oh no, no, no we love Jeremy. He's uh <coughs> you know, he's great. He was here with his mom last night. And so he called up the paper and said, "No, we're, we're, you know, I run the I run the restaurant. This never happened. That's my guy. He's he's not banned for life." Blah blah. blah. And They said we have reliable sources. He goes, "I run the I restaurant." So my the point lies is
3: already made made it away <laughs> around the world before the truth even puts his pants on. That's what Charlemagne says. Always said, yeah, man. the the, the
0: lie. Uh, no one believes the truth if the lie is more interesting.
5: Yeah, that's heavy. That's heavy. But Martin Luther King said, "No lie can last forever." So take that motherfucker. Yeah, right. I like that shit. There we go. And I have to name trump my then, black guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Charlemagne and Martin Luther King, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> MLK,
4: bitch.
5: <laughs> no. Um. So that was that was a trip to just go. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, the the game is rigged. Okay, this is interesting. And um. And so you know, do, so it's been interesting. Does to Hollywood and, make a a, a
0: a decision, like uh, I hate this, like Illuminati version of Hollywood or like <coughs> politics that we put out there. But like sometimes it seems like I, I, I'm one of these guys where, like, sometimes my reputation precedes me, right? And my reputation hasn't been the best, right? So, and it's always poor amongst people who I've never met, mm-hmm. right? <coughs> so, anytime I hear bad things about somebody that I haven't met, I give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Because I know what it's like to be that guy. Per se, Mm. but do you think that there are people in Hollywood or these different industries that make a decision about you and then kind of coalesce behind that?
5: Absolutely, like a
0: revisionist history, if you
5: will. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, And you know, but that's been going on forever, and I and I get that. and yeah, whenever I sit down with someone the and meet them, the the response is always, "Oh, okay that that's not what I expected." Yeah, I'm never what You're they You're not thought. that b- bad. Yeah, <sighs> no, not at all. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just a literally a journeyman actor from Chicago that's been doing my thing, and you know um, I like to work hard, and you know um, sometimes that can stir things up in people, and and. man, am I not perfect? And I've had some, some bad moments, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a trip, but it's, it's your job to not focus on how you're perceived. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's easier said than done, especially when it's being done, you know, on a, on, on a massive scale. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not easy, but if you can think of it like, okay, well, what a great gift. Because I need to rise, I need to realize that that's not real. Mm. I know what's real. Yeah. I have to hold on to the truth. Yeah. And instead of you know being a, a slave to your fears and your just thoughts to put out and the fires and all that
3: bullshit,
6: yeah,
5: yeah. And, and trying to be loved by people people you don't know, just try to be the best person you possibly can. And, and yeah,
0: there's a. Cas uh, brought out a great point about LeBron James, right? We were talking about LeBron James, out. Uh, he has this media platform, right? Mm. And he's the first athlete that we've seen take their narrative... Or take control of their own narrative. Yeah. Right. So, so easily back in the day, especially like in Hollywood, it's like, okay, we don't like this guy anymore. We're writing this guy off, or this girl, we're writing this guy off. And then you can't do anything because there was no Instagram, there was no Twitter, you didn't have your own outlet. And now with social media, and the extreme version is mm-hmm. well, LeBron has done Uninterrupted it with Jeff and, Bezos has done with the Washington yeah. Post. Like, you, you can literally put out your own story. Yeah. It is called your Instagram story. So, mm-hmm. anything that comes out, anything that comes out about you, right? You can combat in real time if you need to and write that ship, right? And I think the most powerful thing about being a comic is that if you can do something with humor, you win. Mm-hmm. There's no tool more powerful. So say whatever you want about me. If I can make that thing funny, it doesn't matter how scandalous it is, you lose, mm-hmm. right? And I mean you man, can journalists see us
1: and us Both use words for a living We're both trained with words But Facts. our words are trained To be funny And that sword is just sharper
0: Medicine in the, in, in, in the candy yeah. Yeah. You track more bees With honey man yeah. 100 honey
3: And humor is the honey Right
0: there And you so. can see LeBron Like even LeBron Not being in the playoffs This year Like he's really upticked The content that he's putting out Fun family stuff Taco Tuesday There was Taco that video Going on Taco Tuesday The like, fucking uh, The shop plant. And shit The shop like, All well, the shows awesome, Everything yeah. is 100% planned It's and like people give him shit
3: about it But I'm like yo if i had that fucking power hell yeah i want to control my narrative hell yeah i want to put out shit that i want people to see especially i'm that big and powerful Mm -hmm. as an athlete like why wouldn't you so Uh, that's the
0: shit that we got to do now because there's going to be situations where you know a a version of our of our path might be a little bit more blurry or
5: misrepresented Mm. you know what i'm saying i i do i do know what you're saying and uh yeah, I, I would like nothing more than to be understood. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that would be fantastic. That's on the, you. That's the beauty of what you're doing yeah. now. <clears throat> but like that's stand-up is
1: literally telling your own story. It's not somebody else writing the words. Entourage, everybody wrote every word you said. Testament yeah. to you for making it seem like you just hate everybody. <laughs> stand up. you but, Now you can explain yourself exactly like Andrew said with humor, and
0: then everybody walks or, away believing that. Or with confusion. Like, yeah. look, Chappelle did it better than anybody else, right? Nice. Like, Chappelle created mystery, right? I'm going to go to South Africa. If you don't think Chappelle knew every single step of what he was doing. This is a brilliant man, mm-hmm. right? He understands the value in mystery. He created mystery, he created exclusivity, he created scarcity, right? Instead of screaming to the you know mountaintops where he's gonna be, he's like, I don't know where I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna pop up randomly. And then once he started putting out dates, people were like, wait, we have the opportunity to see him? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, right? And and then he's like he, off whites exactly he's yeah. like a hot sneaker right yeah, so he was, was hypebeastin boom yeah. and then when he puts out the special where he alludes to what happens with Comedy Central he doesn't say exactly he just does a kind of metaphor for what it was that with the, every, pimp, the
3: pimp uh, the pimpa diaries all oh, that nice, oh my gosh it was great
0: and everybody is like hanging on you know every drop of his last word. And immediately Commie Central becomes this big bad boogeyman and he is the, the the hero's journey, if you will, that has ended up being victorious because he made that fifty million back and some, right? But here's a perfect example of a guy who took a you know took control of his own story. It was very easy if he just bowed out for him to just be that crazy guy that went to Africa.
5: And yet, if he didn't come back with his sword as sharp as it was, if he didn't come back with truly no fear and illuminating what's going on right now in our culture where no, very few men, if any, are willing to speak that truth, mm-hmm. then, then it doesn't matter that he's being secretive. Because if he didn't come back with that game that is just a rarefied air, yeah. you know what I mean, where oh. he's talking about stuff that it's very difficult for men to approach, and he's like, look, here's the way it is. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And that was sorry, the beauty guys. of it
3: when he first came back. Like The first special wasn't that great, and he talks about it in the second special. The first special wasn't that great, and you know all the people seeing the jokes like, "Oh my God, we can't believe he's talking about it." It's like, bro, this is this is which this is what he does. Not not <laughs> Age of Spin. Uh, the the first the first Netflix special that came out. Yeah, it was
1: Age of Spin. I thought that shit was amazing.
3: No, nah, the, there was one the one that came after that. That and the and the um, I forgot the, the one. Bird, was just, the Bird Bird Bird, bird, bird,
5: bird Revelation. Age of Spin. Bird revelation. Yeah. bird revelation. Deep in the heart attack. Texas. See, to me, the, yeah, to me, bird the, bird the Bird Revelation is. That's that's, that that's brilliant. brilliant. It's fucking incredible. You know, that's that's one for the ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that you just put in a time capsule and go, okay. That's his
1: live and smoking.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think he did
1: that very intentionally because he mm-hmm. talked about live and smoking. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Give context. It was. To live
0: and so live
1: and smoking. So I don't remember where I saw Chappelle talking about this, but he said his favorite comedy special was live. Richard Pryor live and smoking. And yeah. It's from like 1970, whatever. And he goes, honestly, he bombs the entire special. Yeah. But at the end of the special, they show his set list from that special, and a lot of those bits go on to be classic Richard Pryor bits. And he yeah. said that's my favorite special of all time. And I think Bird Revelation is his live and smoking. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is my this is my life and, and he had to earn it, right? It's yeah. like no, not no new comic could go up there and then get a laugh every minute or two, mm. yeah, because they were just talking and building a world. I think right? that first
3: special, we were just happy to see him. We're absolutely, like, great, absolutely, but like, he
0: also has the equity in the and the confidence in the audience. It's like what we always talk about stand up is like if you can train a. If you can train an audience that every time they feel anxious, there's a positive reward at the end of it, mm-hmm. they enjoy the anxiety, mm-hmm. right? It's Weird. Pavlovian. That's great. Right? It's like, where That's are we great. going with yeah. this? Exactly. this? But if they you, know it's gonna pay off. Exactly, so it's like that, that same feeling of when a comic is bombing and you're an audience member, you're up there like, this feels so awful. If there's no reward, you hate it. But if there's a reward, that awful feeling kicks in. You're like, oh, it's about to go down. You know what it is? <laughs> it when when you know
1: there's a reward, it's, at uh, the top of the roller coaster, the tick tick tick
0: tick tick. tick. You yeah. know the fun is coming. Boom. <laughs> yeah. So 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 that the, those those butterflies that you feel inside, you you tend to enjoy them. And when Chappelle's up there and he's building up those butterflies, you notice that there's a calm in the audience. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch them live, right, and you watch really good guys live, not guys that rely only on momentum, but guys that can, can create a calm within their crowd, mm-hmm. right? Like Tony Woods is like a master of this, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're just hanging out. Imagine you could and make three thousand people think that you could just hang out. Exactly, and um, he's he he basically he basically took all that equity that he built up over his whole career and he put into that one special and yeah. actually spoke to us. Right, it was the fucking shit.
5: Man. So are you are That's you correct. that premeditated with your sets in terms of? Um, with your bits that you know, let me just let me just kind of play this out a little longer than drop it on them. Are you that premeditated? So or?
0: for me it always starts off kind of like ranting, right? I'll have one idea and then I'll roll with this idea. And I'm just kind of throwing things at a board. It's almost like abstract art in a way. I'm just like yelling tags and a lot of momentum <laughs> building. It's I'm just yelling shit. Everything right. that can go with it. And and then after I stretch that bit out and get everything I can, I start finding out where the real laughs are. So like a bit that I'll stand up doing, I'll like one night sit down. And when I'm sitting, I can't really perform it. So I'll find out where each funny line really is. And then I'll find out how I can build as much tension before that line to get the most juice out of the orange, right? So a lot of guys are just walking over their punchlines. I don't want. I want that alley oop thrown as high as possible so when it's dunked. One, it's one thing like, I learned boom. from Andrew very early, we
1: came up together, and yeah. he's obviously just so good so quickly. I was the power he used, the power in silence. I actually I picked up from Andrew is like he was always good, even a year in at being really quiet and just letting it be okay.
0: Build and yeah. that takes
1: a lot of confidence. I f- would freak out. This is like a newer thing for me, yeah. finally
0: being like, yo, it's cool. It's cool. Just but be- that for me. Th- there is that panic initially and that's why i'm just going 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 yeah but it's once i find the bit uh ah. like i don't feel panicked once i know that there's the punchline here and how they're going to react to it so right. you're kind of writing
3: jokes backwards always like, it's like you know where you're getting to and then you just kind of go back okay how can i especially get with a here? story like uh-huh.
0: once i have the end of the story yeah that one minute story becomes seven minutes got it got right because now it. we're got just it. having fun like there's a bit right now that in the act that Alex has seen this from that's Alex right Alex has seen you you see he's seen this bit from it being maybe 30 seconds yeah. to 10 now it's 10 it could be 10 minutes mm. because I know the end so I know the out there's no right. anxiety right we know where it ends we know the reaction now it's just how much fun can we have in this world we set up
5: you know what I'm saying yeah and that that punchline can that you that you know is strong enough to build to, is something that will illuminate a, a kind of a universal truth that they hadn't thought about. That you know is going to crush them, or come out of absolutely nowhere
0: that they couldn't have seen. Oh yeah,
5: right. Like Bait and switch or whatever. Bait and
0: switch misdirect, but it can misdirect in a way that like it speaks to something or misdirect in something you set up in the beginning. Like sometimes you you plant a seed real early, they forget that it's planted. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you see mm-hmm. that seed come to Chappelle's be He was a master of that, yeah. Right, he yeah. talks
2: about it in the special.
3: he does. Like, yeah. I'm no. so good at this, I'm gonna tell you the punchline. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and then I, so, I, so I kicked her in the pussy, yeah. and then he goes all the way to the back, and then he comes right back at the end of the show. Is like, See, I told you, I'm gonna, and then he kills that. So, a gem he gave insane.
1: me just because he's just the friendliest dude. We're not like friends by any stretch, but I just met him once, and I remembered his inside the actor studio. He said, Going to theater school, acting school help them be a better comic. And I said, how? And he goes, you just learn little things. Like one time a teacher was talking about us and he was just holding up a remote control and he was just like, everybody look at the remote control. And then he keeps talking about us about everything. He just keeps moving the remote control. And then he just keeps talking keep talking and suddenly, ha, it was some story like that. And then he was like, and that was a big lesson for me. And I was like, yeah. then in my head I was like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) and then I saw him I was about to say what the fuck are you talking about so I saw him go on stage at the comic strip that night does four hours and at one point he starts talking about all this shit Jack Johnson and how like John McCain only ran on this platform because Something happened with Jack Johnson. You know who Jack Johnson was? He was a great white. He used to black heavyweight boxer. Used mm-hmm. to knock out white dudes. Only loved white women. Heavy. They yep. threw him in jail on the Man Act. That's what they got Elliot Spitzer on. And then he gets whole all conspiracy theory shit. And he goes like, I'm not even gonna tell y'all what I think about 9/11. Like you wanna know what I thought about 9/11? you don't know who I think did 9/11, and everybody's like, yeah, tell us here. I was like, all right, you're fine. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> like the whole thing is one big punk episode, that's And so all this, yeah, yeah all this was just bullshit. All this conspiracy theory stuff is just waving the remote, well, or the phone, and his, then
0: his remote is actually his cigarette. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, if you if you see how he uses the cigarette on stage, right? It's like, okay, let me milk this moment. If I just stare at you as an audience, you're gonna get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if I look up and I take a deep drag of the cigarette and I. Blow it out and I tap it, right? It's just how I build this. What is he gonna say? What is he gonna say? What is, yeah, he, what is yeah, he gonna yeah. say? So like everything with him is calculated, man. Yeah. It's like use of, use of his voice. Yeah, and, and yet nobody talks like that. I don't use. I don't certain, care where you yeah. from. Nobody. <laughs> hey, that's not an accent, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it right. is the most compelling yeah.
5: sounding voice, yeah. right? Like we love the sound of that. You know what's really funny is. Um, when I drink too much, I fall into Chappelle's cadence. That's how. <laughs> that's how I told Dude, him that. He's all, like, he's like me too. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, but but isn't it, isn't it isn't it funny that or interesting that as great as he is to me, uh, the Bird Revelation, which. I asked him about it and he said, I said, how long did it take you to come up with that? And he said, he said like three months. Yeah, But he was ready for that moment mm-hmm. because there's no rust on him. took him 20 years to come up with that. Correct. Let's be honest. Well, it, it did, but it took him 20 years to be ready for that moment because everything that he was talking about was in, in our consciousness in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that was happening in real time. Right. So that he was able to comment on that. Stapping into the zeitgeist. Yeah. In, in, in such a, in such a, such a brilliant so, way. That's the different b- difference between comics that write and don't
0: write, right? It, people go, oh, but you got these old jokes. It's not about your jokes being old. It's just you're not addressing culture. When you write new jokes, a lot of times it doesn't matter what they're about, but you're speaking about things in a way that needs to be spoken about, right? So I can talk about fucking bananas or Michael Jackson, it doesn't really matter, but I'll speak about it in a way that the ecosystem needs Like for the last special that the ecosystem needed At least for me, I thought they needed Like political incorrectness Like everything was too safe, everything was too PC Mm -hmm. Everything was too network, right? So I was like, oh man, we need to push back and talk about all these things That don't, you can't create that If you're not writing new, right? You have to be able to speak on it And you should, man Like you have a lot of stuff that Needs to be spoken on Now, whether you develop the skill set To speak on the really difficult things Is up to you and the amount of time you put in but you got a lot to talk
5: about i do and and what's crazy is that we're we're living in a time right now where um, the, the variable for for the media is is clicks and it's not about the due diligence and and checking on the validity of a source it's like we got to be first and there's no honor amongst thieves they just want to get it out there,
3: man. I learned this from Skip Bayless. He was talking about what he talks on when he tweets stuff. He doesn't even read comments. He just mm. looks at the insights and see if it spikes. He's going with that's it. that's what he's going with. That's you know, his entire like, career. Not even that's like all of ESPN doesn't care if he's right, wrong, whatever. As long as it got more impressions,
0: that's that's, that's his what opinion he's going now. With. Yeah. And mm. have you been you've been fucked over by that? One hundred percent irreparable. As... as i don't know remains to be
5: seen really remains to be seen now this is the me too shit correct and as dl said to me you took one for the team mm. really oh yeah Interesting. wow yeah i'm uh i'm, a, I'm a, a case of uh collateral damage
0: it was you got lumped in with the bad guys correct and we're cleaning house we're mm-hmm. getting all the
5: not only we cleaning well yeah we're cleaning house uh this guy is an easy target mm. um he he is a very powerful um this is, agent, right? This he is right because think about this you it's very easy if you've created this, you know, this, I've created this this character. Now they had just taken down another powerful Hollywood guy. What's another powerful Hollywood guy? I'm just a I am a, a journeyman actor, just play one on stage TV. actor. <laughs> I I grew up in in extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents are theater actors. I grew up in in, in a retirement home. Mm-hmm. I am a, a Jewish stage actor. There is no white privilege. Mm-hmm. There has never been any right. white privilege. Yeah. Uh, I did 40 movies before I did Entourage. Where I'm, you know, playing blah blah blah, you know, his best friend. Yeah. We are getting scale plus ten, and I'm grinding, and I was, I wouldn't change a thing. Right. Okay, so I've earned every crumb I've ever, you know, in, in my entire life. Right. You know, I've auditioned for all those roles, and then, unbeknownst to me, you play a big major Hollywood. Guy, mm. you know who is very abrasive, and we all know those people. Mm-hmm. They exist, and they're not so fun. To, it, it, it's fun to watch, yep. but we don't really want to be around them. Let's be honest. I mean, that's why you put it on TV. It's entertaining, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm. know what I'm saying. So that's a, that's an easy target to take a shot. Who at Who
0: wouldn't believe the story about
5: N- not only who wouldn't believe it, but yeah. who wouldn't rally behind to of take course. that guy mm. down? Because you Unless must it, be him, right? <laughs> Right, and every they,
0: time we see you, you're doing these abrasive, brash things. You're speaking about women in a certain way. So why wouldn't you do that in your regular life? Correct, Actors are real.
5: Correct. That's
0: correct. what I was saying earlier about you become this character, right? You, it is so synonymous with who you are. So any behavior within that character becomes believable within your life. Now, do you regret any of it? Like with there,
5: no, there, you, you, that, that's a just slippery being so stuff. tied to that character. You, you do, you but don't. do you
0: think it was targeted? Do you think it was a specific target? Because I look at guys like Louie and shit like that and I'm like, none of these girls offered information. They were contacted. Mm. That means that there is a strike. That means somebody said, you know who we're getting today? We're getting Louie. This is the story. Figure out the evidence to support it. Like some college essay. Mm. And we've heard- Do you think that that same thing was with you where they were like, hey, this is the
5: story. How do we prove it? they think about this for a second who benefits from putting that story out what is the variable how much as you just said your your buddy it's all about the clicks right Mm -hmm. so the problem was it was a feeding frenzy and the editors basically said go out there get me more get me more Mm -hmm. get me get me those hollywood actors let you know what i mean let's round them up Mm -hmm. and and so wow. that, and, and, but the problem is now is that the audience has, it, 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 you know, they've worn out. That they are not they're looking at it going, well, who 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 are you taking a down lot of next? Eye rolls now you know, when so, you see yeah, some, shit, it's, it's like, like, like oh, and so on. and so, it's almost like, you know, when, when um, it, it, it's on, Here's the biggest tragedy okay. of what's happened mm-hmm. is because of that. And because of opportunists coming out of the woodwork, the real victims are taking a step back. Uh And that, forget about me, I'm just some random dude that got taken down. Uh I took one for the team. Forget about me. Um, I'm just one dumb life. Who cares, right? It was only my whole life that that I put towards acting, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter, right? Just put, put me aside. Uh, you know, I just, you know, just put. It's all good. It's so, all good. You're, that you're shit good.
1: hit me in my stomach. I was
4: like, <laughs> oh, okay.
5: Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but what's more important than that is that you know, it's it it, it it's a it's a it's a deep misuse. Of power. power. Yeah, of it re- it really is. And now, what's happened is, if you notice, they'll try that stuff. They tried it with Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. They they, they 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 it keeps happening. What you don't hear about is that Jeffrey Rush, Academy Award winner Jeffrey Rush, just took. The um, Australian, t- the, the the Telegraph, to court over his Me Too stuff and, and won. won. Mm. And won. And they paid him for all the money that he lost because- But you this, don't like, see any of that No, no, of course you don't see it. Mm. The, wait, hold on a second. Think about that. Mm. The yeah. first actual, we're not talking about the court of public opinion. Yeah. We're mm. talking about an actual court and none of us have heard about it. Mm. And it just happened. Mm. We don't want that stuff mm. because it messes with the golden goose. Doesn't do
3: clicks. What's That's the golden goose? No, story? no, it's not about the golden lit, goose. Uh,
5: the golden goose has been... The, too. I, I, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it's been the scandal. Right. The scandal is, is the golden goose. The and, accusation. But, but the pro, every but the,
1: accusation is a golden egg. Right, right
5: but... It's lost its momentum now, and people they see it and they go. I, I don't know if we can believe this stuff anymore, man. It's every day you're, you're taking down a new dude, and 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 you know, do, do we? And they're they're shutting off now. What's reality for me? Reality for me is every morning I have to check in, and 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 go deep and go inward, and and understand and own the truth, and operate like that. You can't be a slave to your thoughts and your fears, otherwise you'll be in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. That's that's why people really go off the rails. And when I go on the road, and I'm selling out these rooms, and I'm standing up there with nothing to hide, and I'm making them laugh from beginning to end, and that's my job, yeah. that's real.
4: Mm.
5: That's that's reality, Not, and, and the rest of it I can't control, but I can connect with people on the road, mm-hmm. I can get better as a comic every day, mm. you know what I mean? And not take a victim mentality, which is, man, they took me down. Yeah, Yo, I, But you were
0: tight, admit that there had to be moments where you are like, "Are you fucking
5: kidding me?" Well, when, when nothing makes sense, when absolutely nothing makes sense, uh, it, it, it 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 can it just it can do your head in. Yeah, it can really do your head in. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. There is a uh,
0: there is a and I, I can't say names, but a buddy of mine was dating a woman who was one of the women who called out, I forget who it was, Weinstein or something like that. Right. And um she uh what he said what she said to him was uh I'm upset that I'm not getting offered to co-host the view. I'm upset that I'm not getting these same offers that these other women are getting meaning sh- her purpose for the coming out for was to yeah. get
2: was to get on the fucking uh. view and be a co-host and she was it was like whoa whoa there's always motives behind that
5: type the, of shit bro. Which, what, what's 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 much worse than that mm. is the woman that was raped yeah, the, yeah! It, that's it, the is, worst is, part is, about is the it. woman that was raped and is saying hold on man this 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 is this has become something else and, yeah. and, and, and i and i can't and and she's not coming forward or that's that's, forward that's the tragedy out what by, the what the great right, things that have come there's yeah. been some great things that have come out of this equal pay yeah. Um, you know in, in terms uh, you know my sister is a, is a director she's women are getting more opportunities than ever before as directors right. there's been some amazing things and I'll take one for the team for that mm-hmm. you know what uh, I'll you know she uh, can't I'll, put I'll, you I'll, in a movie I'm saying you know? yeah. <laughs> like, bro? sis
1: what's up come on sis
0: took a little sip of that yeah. drink like <laughs>
5: <it's laughs> this <whole laughs> no no lie can last forever <laughs> <laughs> just remember that
4: remember
2: that so that's,
0: that's why we gotta control our what were you saying
1: two questions I had and they might be the same thing one you said you have to go inward every morning yeah. and say I know the truth or yeah. what is the truth to you
5: the, the, the truth is I know who I am and I know who, that, who I am in my soul and, and people can, can you know they can have a misconception about me but I can't control that narrative you know what I mean? I can only control what I know to be but the you truth. can't well, control it. Yeah, now. and
1: this is what I was going to... My second question is you said you're just a guy who's misunderstood. And you yeah. you have an opportunity as a comic to be understood. Cliff's Notes, for us, what do you want understood about you? Yo,
0: I have a joke for you, by the way. I think I, it, depends wanna, <laughs> it depends if you want to... It depends if you want to use it. But uh, uh, like, if you're in a really shitty town doing stand-up, you can say that like one of the benefits of the Me Too movement... Is you get to see me here? <laughs> I would never be in Homestead, Pennsylvania, <laughs> if it wasn't for hashtag Me Too.
2: How <laughs> stupid, man! Like
5: that's a way of leaning into this into this thing. See, you know, yeah, you know what's interesting? It's funny. Um, if if I. If I were to well, one of the one of the misconceptions about me is that um, I really enjoy going bad on people and uh, making them feel terrible, mm. and I'm an equal opportunity offender. You know, that's basically what Ari Gold the was. Character was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the greatest. What my job with that character was was to take a guy that said terrible things to people, very hurtful things. And to make him uh, dimensional mm. and and truthful and accessible mm-hmm. and human. and tr- and human and tragic and all of these things and that was my job and the result of putting everything that I had into this character and by the way like you talked about Chappelle yeah I I mean. You know, I've got 40 years on the stage as an actor, so mm-hmm. there. You know, that wasn't an accident. Right. I didn't get lucky. It wasn't because the suit fit. Right. You know what I mean? There were other variables that were involved. Yeah. I went to NYU. I went to the National Theater of Great Britain and, and studied Shakespeare. I was at um, Second City doing sketch comedy and improv and all mm-hmm. these things. And a lot of people, yeah, I mean, like... Even Joe Rogan, when, when he introduced me one night, he said, yeah, that's all we need is another actor trying to do stand-up. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it, yeah, 1,000%. Yeah, you know, and, and, and the, and, and the reason Joe. why Joe is so um, so loved is because he is authentic. Yep. And, pe- and people gravitate towards that. Yep. And he'll never stop being that way. And then afterwards, he came up to me and he said, he said, oh, you take this seriously. And I do. Yeah, yeah. And believe me, if I didn't, you would have heard about it. Yeah. Right. Oh, you yeah. would have heard. Oh, that's that's, that's why it. I feel like you, feel you must be doing well. Because nobody's talking about yeah.
0: you, period. They're not going to compliment you. Yeah. Okay? They're not going to compliment you because they're not rooting for you.
5: Well, but, did, you, did you hear what D.L. said uh, the other day about me? No. When we were, I was doing his show, and I love D.L. He's yeah. one of my favorite comics, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, he hits on many different levels, and he... Now I'm saying that he's saying I'm going to cut that clip He hits on men Not (laughs) (laughs) different (laughs) levels We're just going to run with that That's going to be great (laughs) Um, Hashtag he he, too (laughs) We were were both doing um, We were both doing this charity gig By the way You'll never get see any coverage of any charity I ever do. Yeah. You'll never see a picture of me and my mom walking down not. the street. That's a real charity, ever. though. Yeah. Yeah. No, you'll, you don't you'll, do it for the, for you the for know. The so to be understood, yeah, I'm a fucking mama's boy. Yeah, I grew up in Chicago. So yeah, insane. I have a great relationship with my mom and my sister. Yeah, I've grinded my whole life. Yeah, I'm a decent human being. Yeah, I have people's back. Yeah, Boring. I'm loyal. Boring. <laughs> Boring <laughs> as shit. Who the fuck cares about that yeah, shit? Yeah. Who'd right? you curse out? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, we need, we need a scandal. We need a story. We, you know... Um but what was DL saying? So DL said that, you know, he said that he saw me up on stage and he was actually jealous because he knew how long I'd been doing stand up. And I said to him, there's no way you were jealous. There's no way because right. that guy is is a king, man. killer He mm. crushes it. And I'm still just trying to figure it out. But the fact that he said, by the way, DL doesn't have to say that. Yeah. He would no. never ever say that. Yeah. Um so, I do know that, uh, yeah, believe me, if I if I was up there running the clock out, doing a Q&A, being a hack, you would have heard.
3: Running the clock out, doing a Q&A. <laughs> you know what Bro. I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can name names. I've seen, I've seen some. I've seen it some shows.
1: You, you so. know what I'm saying is if you were the guy, i yeah. welcome it, anyone. We would know. If you were yeah. the guy that asked to go
5: second, <laughs> <laughs> we would have heard about it.
0: We would, we would know. We would know.
5: And yeah. again, I haven't seen you. Asked to go second. I take... I take, you know, any killer, any killer that want that is not headlining yet and wants to open for me, I will only get better. There's a guy named Eric Myers. I don't know if you know him, but he's man. He, it just gets out there, and he just throws bombs. For just uh, until they pull him off that that stage, right. man, and people are like, "You're gonna let him fucking feature?" for I'm like, Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. because go. it's my job. To iron sharpens iron, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and they are exhausted by the time I hit the stage. Yeah, and it's not a great idea. Um, and he should be headlining, and he will be. Right. Um, he's had an interesting journey himself. He'll be the first person to tell you that. And um, but yeah, I, I don't want some viciously mediocre. Um You know, someone that's soft, so you, you know can save the day yeah, so I can come right. in and look better, yep. that's not interesting to me. I want to get better fast and and I'll do whatever it takes to do that, and that's yep. why you haven't heard a word, right but not <laughs> hearing a
0: word is is the right thing is what yeah. I'm trying to say, that's a good thing, yeah,' Cause we would hear, and people talk, and there are people out there that you know that sometimes struggle, and especially newer guys and and then you hear those the word on the street, yeah. especially
1: if it's an actor a successful actor
0: because there is this resentment I think stand-ups have for actors I don't I don't personally have it because I think any actor at least a comedic actor that doesn't do stand-up is an idiot like I think they're a bona fide idiot because how else could anybody see you be funny like you're basically just going hey director I'm really funny well how do you have anything no but if you give me a shot well, why don't you do something where they can come see you every single week? At least improv, bare yeah. matter, just business sense. I'm just talking about like baseline. I'm investing in you and your humor without knowing if you're funny at all. That's an absurd notion to me. So like when I see actors do it, we've had friends that, you know, were initially yeah. really want to act and then they yeah. started doing stand-up. But uh, I think comics are gonna, comics who aren't successful are always gonna have an excuse for their lack of success. You're not taking any stage time away from people. It's the reality of the matter. You sell tickets. You either sell tickets or you don't sell tickets. The question is going to be is that next time you come into a market, do people come out again? If they do, it's because you did a good job the first time. There's been a lot of acts that go out there, they sell a lot of tickets the first time, then they come back on the market, can't sell
5: any tickets. Listen, I know that every every time I perform, it's a home game. I get that it's not an away game. I mm-hmm. get it. And, and that they're there to see me. That's I
0: everybody d- with an audience, though.
1: Yeah, forty five minutes is it's just a game.
0: Like no, it ain't no home, it ain't no way. Forty five minutes to hold my attention. I'm be you honest gotta be with funny. you. I'm be honest with you. This idea that like people who don't have a fan base at all should be out there headlining is kind of absurd. It's they don't it's understand like, business. Yeah, headlining is when you have fans, and then you build up to that. Right, so there was a time where like people were just such fans of comedy that they would just go out to the comedy show and just watch Joe Schmo perform. Right, but in reality, the reason why you're listening to a stranger talk for an hour is because you're invested in that. And person, you know who you killed see that them. business model? Comics by being shitty and headlining when they weren't ready. <laughs> Real talk, <laughs> when
1: nobody knew who you were, and then everybody walked out like I just wasted my fucking money. Let's never do that yeah. again. Yeah. Every one of you guys is doing a massive disservice to comedy. Now I want to see you. You better not bomb.
5: <laughs> I, I, I would be honored for you to come out and see me, man. Yeah, this week. When's the, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. when's the next Are you show? doing shows this week in the city? I wish, because I have to leave tomorrow to go to, to Pennsylvania. We, right, maybe, did, maybe, maybe
0: tonight you we could yeah. pop in Yeah, to a club. Yeah, he's got some pool. you can Go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Get do that. it. Yeah, for sure, man. Let's do this it. This will be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, stoked, I would, I I would, I would,
5: I would, I would love it, man. Because, I, yeah, to to you know, piggyback what you guys were saying. The reality is, is no matter what stage you're on, you have to respect the space that you're occupying. And if I'm up there doing stand up, and I'm wasting people's time, then you then then I don't deserve to be there. But I know, believe me. Uh, I understand that in the very beginning, they're excited to see me, and there's that first few moments of you like, five wow, minutes. Not, not even five. Really? <laughs> it's a lot shorter than that, man. Yeah. Believe me, hmm. it's a lot shorter than that. Hmm. Um, because with, with my, my crowd, they, for the most part, haven't been to a stand-up show. Yeah, like, so they go silent fast. Because yeah. they're just like, what is he going to say? So the sh- it goes silent, and if I don't hit him, and if I don't continue to hit him and build... It's it's game so, over. Yeah. They it's also game... don't
0: know if you can do stand-up.
5: Yeah. Right. Right. So exactly. it's like,
0: if you had proven yourself as a funny stand-up, then they're at ease. Mm. Right. They're waiting for you to make them feel comfortable. Right. They're like, buddy, I'm here. Right. I got the drinks. I told my friend right. watch watched the show. I don't fucking know if you can do this. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know you're funny on the show, but that doesn't yeah. mean you're funny here. Exactly. Make me laugh quick. And if you get right. that first <laughs> laugh, they're like right oh, okay. do relax we're gonna have fun exactly. <laughs> right you know what I mean yeah. so there's certain guys like people know me just from stand-up so I can go up there probably not make him laugh for a little while but they're like man I've seen hours of his jokes online he's funny when he's ready to turn it on he'll turn it on yeah Chappelle can walk up there And not make anybody laugh right I've, I've because been to, you know he's I've been funny to
3: some of Chappelle's like you know I don't know what you guys call it where you're just like riffing and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like some secret show he did like at 1 a.m. in uh, I think the knitting room. Yeah, yeah. And he just talked for like two and a half hours. I might have laughed like twice, but I'm just sitting here like, Oh shit! I'm in the same room with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, if like, you're not
5: funny, you have to be interesting. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Right? So yeah. that's the thing. You need to like. No, it, I can't be up there for two hours and not and nah, not be bro, like. Bro,
3: literally, it was fucking Hasan Minhaj yeah, was yeah. like opening up.
5: He had a and newspaper. He, had a newspaper. Yeah, he was literally yeah.
3: just reading headlines and he would just joke back and forth. Yeah. And he did that for two and a half hours and nobody left. It was like two in the morning, three in the morning. You after like, a while, we're just sitting there, just like. Holy shit! We're in a room watching. Because this, you know that this guy's <laughs> funny; he's already
0: proven. And like, yeah. so there is a world with it's you where like you would where go like, watch
3: Michael Jordan like shoot by himself. For in the gym. sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's The same thing I was doing. There's there's
0: a world where you where where it's almost like if you put out a bit, right? One of your jokes doesn't have to be a long one, but it has to be a good, strong bit. There's almost something about that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you even see ticket sales like spike, right? Because they're It's proven, that's your Yelp review, right? That's the picture of the food at the restaurant, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going, okay, no, he's funny. This is a funny joke. Okay, we can go out. Yeah, it might be a a risk if we haven't seen any stand-up. Who knows what's gonna happen? Because trust me, there's a lot of like these YouTube celebs and shit that go out and try to do stand-up and it's awful, Right. right? But you might put one of your bits out on YouTube and then they have something that they can digest beforehand just to prove to their friends. I would not be shocked if you see ticket sales go up and the comfort initially yep. with an audience increase tenfold, yeah, it's like yeah, we're fine,
5: we're in good hands, right? Well, I, I actually for the first time recently did that because I've um, been you know pretty much under the radar and not you not allowing anyone to film it or anything because I'm I'm documenting this whole thing and I mm-hmm. want it to kind of be a surprise, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I just recently started putting some stuff out. And what's so fascinating about that game is because it's a live form, it's so interesting because you kind of lose a, a generation when you see it being filmed, you know what I mean? And you're not there live. It's a trip.
0: Oh but. yeah, a comedy is not good. It does not translate to TV well because yeah. you lose all tension right it's like there's there isn't the anxiety that the audience has and that's why like the real good guys can kind of penetrate i also think the way it's shot is very important and the sound is very important i mean off off the pod we'll sit down and you know if you want to go over like different ways you can you can kind of recreate that that live feel through video we could do that interesting but i really think that it would be a cool experiment with you and i would track your ticket sales once you have a piece out there once you have something that they can look for, because the first thing they're going to do is if you're in a market, you, they're going to go, oh, he does stand-up? Let me see if I can see it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's one clip of you doing stand-up on YouTube. It's not even stand-up. It's like, I only watch a little bit of it, but it's like you at an award show or something like that.
5: Here's what it might be, um, and they, they say it's stand-up, and it's not. But it's nice. Did you present it or something or
0: something like that, right? Yeah, I've
5: done, you know, I've done a lot of hosting and presenting and blah, blah, blah all that kind of stuff, And but um, I'll never forget it. At uh, Just for Laughs, right? My agent at the time, two thousand eight, said they want you to go host, and I was like, "Oh, well, I don't do stand up." He goes, "No, no, this is going to be great." He convinced me to do it. I get out there with my boy Brian Callen, who's a great yeah, stand-up. I love Brian. Brian's yeah. a great Brian, stand up, yeah. and, and uh, shout out to the fire and a the kid. There you go, mm-hmm. and a Brian great and Ben Shaw. There you go, and and Brian's been a been a, a great friend and, and mentor to me. And he, two thousand eight, we go out there together, and it's the night before I'm supposed to to host this thing, and. You know, he goes you know what let's just see what they expect of you we go to the theater the theater is bigger than we ever imagined and the people are leaving and he says to them hey guys uh, what do you expected what are your expectations for Jeremy they said well it's going to be uh, presented live on TV Jeremy's going to get up and do a quick 20 and he said <laughs> and, and, and he said Ugh. I'm sorry a quick 20 of stand up and they said yeah he goes oh no Jer- Jeremy's never done stand up and they go oh no he'll be fine and he just he went. Imagine a white dude going even whiter. <laughs> even whiter. He was fuck. It was crazy. And he said, "All right, Bubba, we're just going to go to dinner, and we're going to talk this through." And the great thing about me is ignorance is bliss. Mm. So I really didn't know anything about stand up then. If I did it, now, it would have freaked me out because yeah. I've been through the game. So he he sat me down. It was very brilliant. He said, "Here's what you're going to do. Tell me a story right now that you think is funny. Tell him the story about taking my mom to the Golden Globes and." And you know, and, and he said, "Great, great, great." Okay, here's the deal. You're gonna. This is the through line of your 20 minutes. He spoke to me like an actor. Your through line is tell this story, and we're gonna create all these obstacles hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. You're not doing stand up. He put yeah. me at ease. I'm up there on live TV with one <laughs> night's notice <laughs> hey, Do at just for laughs. 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. And by the way, I had to do. Five minute rap wraparounds between each comic. Six uh, comics. That's a thirty. That's thirty more minutes. Yeah. I did fifty minutes of stand-up on live TV, and I was dumb enough to to do it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they, should, they should have gotten anyone else. But yeah. I listen. I took every note that he gave me because I'm an actor. Every single note he gave me, and we survived. Yeah. I don't ever want to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Believe me, I don't want to see it. But you know, you didn't hear about it, uh, so it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Right, but you know, you know. So you, those, from, and that's out there. So that's like the only thing out there. That's like. Some you know thing from from two thousand eight that I literally found out about the night before. That's not fair, right? That's not that's not giving a guy a a, a chance. But a fair now, take. Yeah. now, yeah, now you put na- out a
0: little something. Now we're gonna talk. Let's talk about it after. Let's find like a piece. I look at you know. You can tell me something to stand up, even if it's a couple minutes. But that's just what people will see. That's what the club will push out, mm-hmm. right, to their email list. Yes. And it's like, oh shit, he really does this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gotta see this. Yes. Boom, and I would just track sales. See if that makes a difference for you. Because it changed my career, right? Just having something for them to go see. I was like, you know me from the podcast. Why aren't you coming out? No, no, yeah. no. They need the product proven. Yes. Okay? So. But yeah, your do stuff it.
5: does translate. Because I've seen it. I've even just seen random stuff that they filmed at, like, the comedy seller of your stuff. Right. You yeah, yeah. Like the the um, jumping out of the airplane bit. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. How long uh, did it
5: take you to, to come up with that?
0: That was pretty quick sometimes with stories like again these like even with my new hour now I've only been doing it for a few months but it's like now it's refined stage it's like add and refine add and refine so it starts out real fat and then I start cutting all the fat Mm. off of it you know so that's my process it's like I don't know Al how how long do you think it was before we were after the last special to to I had like good 45 at least 45
6: Uh, fairly recent so probably 6 months no, no, no less, four months.
0: Yeah, till yeah, Til, yeah maybe like four till till like forty five, but it was like. But I don't know. I can kind of produce. I can kind of produce a lot. It's the refining stage to get it to the you know place where I really think it can be
5: special. So you're saying you'll get after a bit. It'll it'll inspire you to get after it if you know where you're going to be landing the Bro, plane. If I, if I have the ending or if I know where this goes. So in that story, so what was, what was your what was your initial ending of that story? It's a great, fertile premise. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's just it was like, that bit specifically was like I needed something vulnerable in the set because I attack a lot. Okay. So if you attack a lot, you also need to attack yourself and right. create the vulnerability so they allow you to attack. Right. Now we're really breaking down stand-up. So like every every arc within the stand-up set is like if I'm going hard on a group or I'm going hard on other people, I'm being super judgmental, I also need to go hard on myself and I also need to show that I'm fucking I'm not just this guy who's, you know, pointing fingers, you know, I'm not like one of these people making fun of, you know, actors' outfits on the red carpet. You know, I also make fun of myself. So that that joke represented maybe like a 5-minute chunk where it was just all vulnerability all on me. You can laugh at me because I've been making fun of you guys. So once we're in there, I'm just tapping into the vulnerability of every part of that situation.
5: So you knew by the end, you were gonna reveal that you, you needed him, you needed to be held. What, 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 if you don't mind me asking, sure, build so up. What, what, was, what was like the button in your mind when you knew, okay.
0: So, so, the, so the thing I'm using within the bit is the, the juxtaposition between masculinity and machismo and homosexuality, right? right? And here I am trying to fight this thing. Uh So the flip is gonna be, me laying into it Right Right We know that It's like I'm, I'm, I'm so I love bitches And once you had that You're like I gotta do it <laughs> Now it's like How gay can I make myself Right <laughs> Right I know at the end I'm gonna want him to hold me I'm gonna want him inside me I'm just gonna go As far as, possi- far right. as I possibly can With that But initially It's how How vulnerable Can I make myself And how uncomfortable Can I make myself We're strapped together um, You know the, the the airplane is shaking So I'm essentially Twerking on him Or whatever these things <laughs> Right like, How can I build up All these other things That are gonna make this uncomfortable for a dude who's macho. If I'm like a effeminate woke guy then that's not funny but if I'm this Th- dude who's like yeah I like girls blah 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 and this mm-hmm. person's on me then we can create that that kind of humor. So yeah we, we'll we sit down man we'll go over some, some of the bits and like see if I'm sure it's similar to like uh, when you take a comedic choice in acting right? It's like this is funny because I'm taking this seriously. The hardest part about the reason why comics suck at acting is because we're trying to be funny on stage. And I think great comedic actors are trying to be serious. And them being serious in this awkward situation makes it funny. Right? Like, Will Farrell's not trying to be funny. He, his character believes
5: he's oh. a stepbrother. Or well, he believes... Because uh, Will Will is a great example of how to play comedy, which is you play it a little more serious mm-hmm. than the serious stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's playing a Greek tragedy... In Step Brothers. Yeah. When, when when their parents tell them they have to get jobs, Th- that's the craziest idea they've ever heard in their lives. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to lose their – and that's why it's so funny. Because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. he's because he's playing it serious, right? Yeah. On stage, we're up there going, hey, I'm funny, and I'm trying to be funny, and here's me trying to be funny. And then you see Chris Rock do that in a movie. You're like, man, I guess it's kind of funny that you roasted him. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. it's not vulnerable. There's no – Like any acting that I've ever done that people thought was good, I just dumbed myself down like crazy and I didn't know that what I was doing was funny. The joke was on me without me even
5: knowing it. It's, you know, I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little offended by you just saying dumb yourself down. That's my character. (laughs) Right. No, 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 but that's what I I needed to do. Well, it's semantics, but there's a different choice of words. Okay, go, go. Um, It's not dumbing yourself down. It's, it's, First of all, you know, it you just simplified. This is what what I find fascinating about comics and actors. Yeah, yeah. You you believe that comics should just immediately jump in, into acting and be like, "Bro, dumb yourself down and fucking kill the game." That, no, hold on. Hold on, brother. Go 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 on the show. Shut up and take it. Go 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 go. I, I so, want to clarify no, no, one thing no, no, when, you're it's done, all, when it's you're done all done good. Thing. It's all good, but we're going to get to it now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That would be like me saying, "Yeah. Bro, I can just jump on that stage. And fucking kill it! I all I have to do. Let's be smart. Is yeah. It's just. It's it just. It's just. It's just. it's just, it just tell my stories and hit my punchlines. Yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. I'm, i I. You know. I, I'll do this tomorrow, man. I'm. I'm all good. Don't worry about it. But see, the thing about thing about acting is, it's like, if if you it's it's logging the hours like stand up. It's going. Th- it's going through that journey. It's the rite of passages yeah. and all that different stuff. And then it's like. Well, whatever character you're playing doesn't have the skill set that you have. Okay? So that character doesn't have the skill set. So... If you're relating to that person truthfully right. and you're just committing fully and the material is good, right. then it's game on. If the material sucks, then you got to bring in your your skill set. Right. Believe me. And, and, and as an actor, I've also, because I, my background is in sketch comedy and all that kind of stuff and Second City and whatnot, so that w- the only reason I was working as much as I did. Um, was because I could take these tiny roles and explore and heighten them and write on my feet and improvise and add stuff. If you were to look at the first 40 movies that I did, you try to find those lines in the script. No, I was adding and and doing all that stuff so that they could use, you know, like when I, I don't know if you guys saw Rush Hour, Mm -hmm. when I'm playing the the gay Versace salesman, that's a complete Mm -hmm. freestyle rant because they needed comedy. Right. So how is that, that's very similar to stand up. So, and that's why when people say yeah. you can't do stand up, it's like, well, wait a minute. I might have 100%. a shot. Th- th- let me clarify by dumb down. Okay. Remove self-awareness.
0: That's what I meant. So like wh- if I'm playing a character or like like a Will Ferrell's character is not being self-aware in that moment, right? That that he is leaning into, as you said, the Greek tragedy, right? He's not going, it's weird that I'm an adult that lives with my parents and I have a bunk bed, right? A comic is always aware. Whereas a comic is hyper self-awareness, right? I am awkward in this environment because, and I will tell you why, and this person is acting. So they're, they're like diametrically opposed. And I feel like that's why, in a lot of ways, it's so hard for comics to be funny actors. You know what they're good at? Drama. Why? Because what is drama in a lot of times? Yeah, we just <sighs> Hyper yeah. self-awareness of your emotions in that moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So th- when I meant dumb, I just meant the character that I'm playing is unaware of these things that as a comic, I would be
5: uber aware of. It, isn't it interesting that there are more success stories of stand-ups who have gone yeah. and switched arenas into, into acting. But I, you guys would be hard-pressed to find any actors that have You can't act funny.
0: You can act sad. You can act angry. You can act heartbroken. You can act somber. You cannot act funny. You're either funny or you're not funny. Okay. You're funny before you were your role. Like you, yeah. as Jeremy, yeah. was a funny
5: person before you played Wait a
0: minute, I'm not Ari? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: So that's gonna be the name of my tour, by the way. (laughs) I'm not not (laughs) already. (laughs) (laughs) Or more than gold. Cancel tickets. More than gold. (laughs) More than gold. gold. Coming to Homestead, Pennsylvania. Fools gold. (laughs) Fools (laughs) gold. Fools gold. (laughs) Put that in the (laughs) notebook. Oh (laughs) shit! (laughs) Fools gold. How much do I owe you for that, sir? Hey man, I'm gonna be. Can I tell the kids where I'm gonna be? Please do. Please do. I'm gonna be in at the Improv in Tampa, Florida, on the 21st, kids. Nice. Yeah. man. Man, and then I'm going. Then I'm after Tampa. I'm going to Orlando on the at the, at the Improv on the 23rd. So catch me there. Yo, know,
0: Improv Ebor City is the one in Tampa. Great club. Ebor is It's beautiful. Where, yeah, where do they get tickets? You go to the Improv well, well, site or your you, site?
5: You can go to my site, jeremypiven.com Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, or just go to the Improv site. You know how to? You know how? Before it
0: you leave, I know we did a lot of like, talk on comedy, but yeah, there was there was a place. You know, this is we talk sports on this podcast, and there yeah. is I would often see you. If there is a Manny Pacquiao fight yeah. mm-hmm. at Freddie Roach's wildcard gym. Yeah. Watching Manny Train. Right. You're a boxing fan. Yeah. Fanatic? Or you like it? I'm uh, I'm pretty fanatic. Okay. So is this guy? <laughs> Huge boxing fan. Yeah, okay. Love boxing. Um, watching Manny Train. I've never got to see him, unfortunately, live or up close. Yeah. Uh, unreal Environment. This was back when every celeb in L.A. seemed to be at Freddie's gym. Have you ever been to Wildcard? Uh, just outside, there okay. was I actually had a comedy night at the place next door. Oh, right, three of clubs. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course.
5: Um, I didn't know they did comedy there. That's they great. used to. Yeah. Used to yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. I didn't know Wildcard was right next to that. Yeah, you, listen, yeah.
5: Freddie is is such a legend. I mean, yeah. and he basically. I mean that place is like you know a little it's a, it's a strip mall yeah yeah it's a little strip mall and he and he put a, he, he he just set up shop there and you build it they will come you know and Manny you know walked in his door to and and Freddie they've they've been they've been together ever since and he's been an incredible mentor but Manny you know you you can't until you see that speed. Uh, in person you can't imagine Unreal. but also like you know it's so interesting because he's such a happy joyous little guy <laughs> yeah. yeah, he really is that's yeah. him a nice you know guy. really yeah. sweet guy and what people, you know, they see his frame, and he's so slight and tiny. Take a look at his calves, unbelievable. Oh, Take yeah, a look yeah. at where they where his power that, yeah. comes from. I played yeah.
3: basketball with him one time. What? He became, yeah, he came yeah. to uh, Terminal Twenty Three when it was still open. Big hoops guy. Yeah, he, not the best ball player, but like mm-hmm. he, he's he's so explosive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His form is terrible, but yeah. like yeah. he would he just got, fucking yeah. just explode like left to right and jumping and shit. And he's like so small, but like he's he, the calves absolutely
0: tons of explosiveness overnight. unreal athleticism mm-hmm. yeah and the hand speed is just absurd up, up close or what
5: yeah it, 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 it it's 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 crazy you know i mean his his angles that he creates you know um listen I, there's no excuse but when when he fought mayweather his shoulders were jacked up mm-hmm. and, oh really oh yeah that's a fact he, so he there was rumors about that that he needed shoulder surgery He needed shoulder surgery and um the, you know we can go really deep on this, and, and he he was working with a guy named Alex Ariza, and yeah. and Alex is uh, great. Re- Alex is gr- great with. Uh-oh. Ariza got a little, you yeah, know, he had a little heat on him. Mm-hmm. Ariza got a little heat on him from for steroids. All right. Well, uh, you know, first of all, why am I wearing that belt buckle? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um. So Alex you know, we won't talk about scandals or any of that. So. Talk about it. But, but no, I don't know anything oh, about okay. it. I, I just know that, that Alex is really great. Uh, the reason I started working with him because I watched him work with Manny Shoulders and um, he's really great at, at working shoulders, you know what I mean? He, he, and, and he was doing a great job with Manny and then they parted ways and, you, you know... Did Floyd hire him for that fight? Say that again? I think Floyd hired him for that fight. Yeah. Yeah. In, indeed mm. A lot of stuff That like People didn't talk about There's some major st- Stuff behind that What else Well I mean That's heavy That's really heavy Yeah You know what I mean That the, uh, Anyway So so Manny <laughs> Yeah but so Floyd's had I, I Trained Oscar De La Hoya When he fought Floyd
0: Right but Yeah but there's A specific reason Why Floyd hires Ariza away from Yeah From Manny and that. Right the reason I mean the argument Was that you
5: know Ariza might have been Giving Manny to Juice mm.
4: Yeah Okay.
5: I mean, look, all I know is that Manny's one of those guys where um there we've we wanted to see that fight yep. with Mayweather and there was a much better version of Manny that would have been a more interesting fight. And now after he had the shoulder surgery and now you're seeing him, you know, pull off these great fights, which is what he was capable of. Right. And he's, you know, he's he's taking control of his life and he's you know, he's cleaner and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. He's a 40-year-old dude but you know he's a young 40 right so it's gonna be he's an Asian 40 that shit is 28 on yeah there he's they go. Young, go.
3: they're young up until they're 80 and they have like a long <laughs> fucking beard like, like Mortal Kombat or
4: something just
1: floating <laughs> above temple steps that's right in the right. lotus
5: position <laughs> that's right man <laughs> well dude
0: man I appreciate you so
5: yeah, much yeah, coming so by so much. Thank, thank you for man. having yeah, me I appreciate it
0: bro. yeah I'll hit you up later and then we'll talk more maybe we'll hit some clubs but uh I would love that let's get some stuff out man thank you thank you guys I appreciate it Yes, sir. Thank you so much, brother.